Welcome back to the return of Emblemcast. Before we start today's episode, I'd like to thank our patrons Alex, Cody, Isaac, Hobo, Slurm, and Spino. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash emblemcast. Welcome back to Emblemcast. Six months in the future. Guys, it's a new decade. It's 2020. 2020 brought a lot of things, including Emblemcast back. <laughs> it did, it did. Our New Year's resolution uh, was to record an episode, and unlike every other New Year's resolution, <laughs> we actually did it. Right, We're, it brought Star Wars back, right? Oh. That, that was it. that we weren't going to talk about. Well, I, I mean, I guess that was... All, all this stuff that... Darren's just gonna edit out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he, has the, he, he has the power. I have final executive authority on everything. So uh, Husser has has gone the way of uh, uh, Chris. I took me a minute to think of his name for a second. That's, oh, that's sad. But he's somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean now. But uh, but before we get into it, I posted a short update on Twitter a little while ago. But basically, we've just been all caught up with. A mixture of college, work, study abroad programs, and a whole bunch of shit. But we're back now. Um, Darren's, at least for the, the foreseeable future, is going to be ha- handling the editing. Uh, Darren's always been one of my favorite guests on the show, so I'm really happy to, <laughs> to have him. It, you know, um, you just I gotta do this so I like can that. keep my guest status, right? I have to, I have to maintain. Yeah, well, I don't it's, do it's this. I'm to get invited. Quota, you know? I, I'm gonna bring this up later. Uh, I checked the iTunes reviews for the first time in like a year and a half, and someone was mentioning the Darren and Sheffin show, and maybe this is all just a build up to the Darren and Sheffin show. Hey, it's it's coming. Can't it's say coming. it's not a build up to that. I will say I. I have the power, you know, Chef, and I can I can mute their channels, and this could literally just be you and I talking oh, into the man, ether, and, 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 and no one do nothing. Oh, that's man, that'd really be great. But anyway, we're back now. Uh, we're really happy to be back. So we we had an episode. What was it about? All about maybe three like houses. maybe about like three, two or three weeks two. after Three Houses came out. Where that was we, about we, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, something like that. Where we did a deep dive into the game. But that episode has gone through like three different people, and and we're just scrapping it at this point so we can give you guys some content now. So this episode, uh, we're, we're going to go into a little bit about what we've been doing over the past six months and a little bit about what games we've been playing, things like that. But uh, we're going to try and mainly focus on Three Houses because that's that's a big old game. You know, part of the New Year's resolution... Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's it's, it's almost of... like maybe our podcast would have would grown traction and an audience if you know we had a regular upload schedule during probably the most popular game in the series. But yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, it happens. Ha- Hindsight's okay. twenty twenty. You know, yeah. And, yeah. I think we probably it. did the same. Re- thing yeah, really, we couldn't have predicted such a thing happening. No, we couldn't. No. <laughs> Completely unforeseeable. And... And part of our New Year's resolution on the Emblem cast was to actually maybe talk more about Fire Emblem. It's oh, true. Man. That one's going to be a hard one, though. I don't know how we can I get that It's going to be tough. Be hard. I think we're good for this one. Huh. We're good for this one, but we'll see in the future. Anyway, so what gotchas have you guys been playing? Whoa. I yes. Feel like, I kind of feel attacked here, honestly. I'm assuming you guys are going to talk about Dragalia. I mean, we don't. We by don't the way, to, am I the only? It. Am I the only person? This is a good question for the viewers too. Am I the only person that still plays Fire Emblem Heroes? No, I still I think do. You do, Chef, yeah. right? 
I haven't I haven't stopped. I dropped it back in probably October. Do you not even like log in for your the free uh, orbs? I, well, back or? in like back in October, or so I I've been to the point then for a few months where I was basically just logging in and kind of half-assing like arena and aether raids and all that, and it got to the point where I was just like. I don't even want to do this anymore. I'm forcing myself to do it. So I just yeah. stopped. And then Dar- Darren, the, stopped, my, my, Darren stopped before even like, Black Knight yeah, came out. Yeah, probably 2017. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, when Black Knight came out, I did go back in and I made myself should. an armored that was team. Like the first year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like I said, I, yeah, because it was when the Brave Hero. Yeah, Brave. I, I tried to wean myself off. When Black Knight came out, I, I spent a little money. I invested in some gotcha poles. I got my, my, my heroic Hector and all that. I got all my Brave Ike so I could get his skill for everybody again oh yeah, yeah. Is he, he and, is a refined now yeah yeah so i mean i haven't played it in probably like four or five months since the last time i've logged in and i just i i'm bad with gambling because in real life i started playing pokemon the trading card game uh, so i feel like that oh, kind no. of feels so void. sorry you just yeah. open the real life gotcha. and get nothing <laughs> i so <laughs> I, i've had a pact with myself for like over a year now and the i i will only spend money on this game and not even every month, but only when there's the little like monthly orb promo packages, and that that's about it. That's my limit. And, and I think that's, that's a good what I that's what I, I used to do back when I only, consistently only do it when it's it. a banner that you like. It, that's a responsible addict thing to do. I think so. <laughs> a responsible no, I, I so. addict. I'm I only going to buy cocaine when on. it's on sale. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's just financially responsible, yeah. you know? When, when I mean, but, the, deal, but then it's like, you're, it. yeah, but it's like you're throwing money away <laughs> if you don't buy it at that point. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Might man. as well. It's so cheap. Uh, yeah. Such a um, good deal. No, nah, Devin. Here, here's good. here's what you do. You just bank on you just bank on Andrew Yang being pre- winning, becoming president, oh, and then God. just spending the the ten thousand dollars a year just solely on gotcha. That's, see, that's big brain. It's actually, twelve thousand. There's twelve months in a year. Oh, I'm, just I'm two, so, hey. That's just two more grand I get to waste on gotchas. That's true. <laughs> Sign me up. But what's cool is with the podcast, we can write that off as tax deductible. Anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> haven't tried that. It's one been yet. six months. What have you all been up to? Let's start with Darren, since our famous yeah, our famous guest Darren is back with us. Yeah. What have you Popular been up to, Darren? Popular recurring guest. Uh, what have you been playing, Darren? Uh, I've been recently, you know, it's really topical. In the past couple of weeks, uh, on Black Friday, I got a on-sale copy of Fire Emblem Three Houses. Because oh, I was true. the only yeah. Fire Emblem fan who didn't buy it at launch. Because I true. had mixed feelings about how the game was kind of being shown off. And, you know, yes. post-launch, reactions have been largely really positive. All of you guys, I think for the most part, enjoy the game right. and, and like it. And I, 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 let's... Let's save your stance on this because I don't know your stance yet, and I, I want to wait until we talk about Fire sure. Emblem in a, in a couple of minutes because I'm really interested. Because I have a feeling if it's not you, I think I'm probably going to have the most negative reaction to this game. But we'll see. Oh, it's because you're just no a perpetual idea, my friend. I know, right? I hate everything. He's I just a retroactive Thracia fan. I know. I don't like is. anything that's not Thracia. Did you, you even? You didn't something? even beat Thracia. Well, I was just going to say, do you want to know something really sad? I had a dream a couple of nights ago where I played Thracia and I beat it, and apparently that's <laughs> the most interesting that's the only thing time you can complete only a fire. In your game. dreams, could you beat a game? Yeah. That's the only time he can get good RNG. <laughs> it's true. 
but uh, you know, in the past couple of weeks, I've I've been traveling. I was I had a brief trip in Mexico with my family over the holidays, so I brought my Switch. I beat the Black Eagles route and started another route. I'm not going to get too deep in this because obviously the whole episode is about uh, is about Fire Emblem Three Houses. But I've been playing a lot of that recently. Uh, I've been playing uh, Hollow Knight on my Switch. I've been enjoying that. How you liking yeah. that? I actually just picked that up on Switch. I, I picked up a couple of Metroidvanias to play over the holiday. Nice, and I'm, nice. I'm working my way through because I'm. Are you a big Metroidvania? I love guy, Metroidvanias. Sarah? Yeah, okay. Castlevania, well. Metroid. I love it. I, am I love well. it all. Um, I've been working my way through Ori because I never had an Xbox, uh, and I'm playing that on on Switch right now. And, and Ori's nice. a lot of fun. Good Hollow Knight. I've had. What was that? Is it a good port? It's a great port. It it runs like, I think, a solid sixty the entire time. There might be a slight resolution downgrade, but you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's it's a beautiful game to begin with. Um, nice. But no, I I love Metroidvanias, and they're they're like one of the perfect games for me to just sort of like sit down and sort of relax on over mm-hmm. over the holidays. So I'm excited to check out Hollow Knight next. I also got Axiom Verge. I've had Hollow Knight on. Uh, Steam for like two years, <laughs> but I've I mean, only played like Hollow Knight's really good. It's just one yeah. of those Metroidvanias you gotta stick with. Cause I I downloaded it way back in like I think it was near the end of 2017. It came yeah. out. Yeah, that's around and, when I got it as well. And uh, I got it on Switch when it, whenever that port came out, mm-hmm. and I got maybe a couple hours in. I got really frustrated with it. I didn't know where to well, go. It is the Dark Souls of Metroidvanias, right? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's, it, <laughs> it it, I don't want to say that because yeah. you get shot for saying that these days. But, no, uh, it, 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 it's it's one of the closest games I've seen to yeah. really inheriting the Dark Souls mechanic. And, and the I'm, reason we say that is just because you lose... I don't even remember. What do they call the money? It's not Souls. Uh, oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's basically Geodes souls. or something like that, Ge- I think. Geo, I think. Geo. Yeah, right? Geo. Just yeah, so you lose so. all that when you die, and you have to fight a little ghost guy when yeah. to, to pick it back up. And at the beginning of the game, it's like so crippling to lose your geo so early, and uh, it's just really it's really tough at the beginning when you go in blind and you have no idea where you're supposed to go, what ends are because there's so many branching paths and it's so open that it's very easy to lose track of where you are and kind of not know the correct path. Yeah. And it was intentionally designed that way, so there's multiple ways to get all to every area and to get all the major upgrades so i think replayability and like revisiting it it'll be really cool once you know generally like where everything is Mm -hmm. and it was designed with sequence breaking in mind but overall it's really really good but holy crap sometimes oh beautiful game but sometimes that game is infuriating with it's like spikes in difficulty or going to a new area and being like i gotta upgrade everything because i'm just getting destroyed Sequel so, is really fun because my that, my biggest problem in 2020 now with Metroidvania is as much as I adore this genre, I feel like at this point you sort of know what to expect for the upgrades every single yeah. time. It's like you're gonna get a double jump, a wall jump, a, a speed boost, you know, all yeah. the things that sort of originated in Super Metroid. Um, but it seems like they're in you know the game's not out yet, but I think the new one's called Silk Song, right? Yep. That's what yeah. it's called. Uh, it, it seems like, first of all, the combat seems a lot more fluid and the movement seems more interesting. So it seems like there's uh, potential to work with sort of different upgrade abilities that you don't see yeah. in Metroidvania. I, I mean, the probably the biggest criticism of Hollow Knight that I would have is I, th- I feel like it takes too long for the movement to really show how I've interesting it well. is. I have heard Because you have to yeah. wait a while to get the double jump. You need to. It takes dash, time to yeah. get the dash and the upgraded dash and stuff like that. But uh, Silk Song looks to be more uh, free flowing. It has a bit more uh, maneuverability available to you off the bat. So far from what we've seen in gameplay trailers, mm-hmm. 
So I'm really, I actually got back into Hollow Knight this holiday because of Silk Song and seeing all the promotional material. Uh, otherwise, I recently did the horrible thing of re-downloading Witcher 3 and getting oh some mods Oof. thanks to the Netflix you, uh, show. I was going to say, did you watch the show? What, what did you think of it? I'm only four episodes in right now, and so far I'm enjoying it. I think some of the storytelling decisions are interesting because as someone who's a fan of the books and the games, I generally know everything that's going to happen in the show. Right, yeah. But there's been some play on twists of, oh, like some stuff is happening not at the same time. That's interesting. For well, a show I've heard it does a lot of, a, if people have seen the show, Westworld type thing where there's sort of weird bits of non-linear storytelling that sort of yeah. kind of comes oh, together yeah. in the end. I'll be curious to see how it does. I'll be curious to see how successful or not successful they are. But yeah. uh, uh, otherwise, I'll report back once I, uh, I finish the show. But, you know, it got me in the mood. And uh, I'm gonna go through Witcher Three with some Not a lot uh, of some mods. Apparently, it's oh it's, yeah, this it has like the highest uh, player count on Steam. I think that it's ever had, even beating out when it launched. So yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's, it's nuts. But uh, that's pretty much it for me. And uh, just been really busy the past uh, six months with some work related stuff. But uh, hopefully everything will be chill now and uh, have fun talking about Three Houses later. I'll oh, pass yeah. it over to Keegan now. Oh, I'm getting turned up here. All right. All right, Keegan. Mine's going to be shorter, honestly, because I haven't had much that I've played in the in the more recent times. There's one well, thing. We, we got a game we can both talk about. We do have a game we can both talk about? Yeah. We do? You got like yeah. You're you going like to have to remind me. You're going to have to remind me. All right. All right. It's, it's, I mean, I was going to give you a cute little hint, but it's Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. See, I, I forgot that I had that game, honestly. Basically, <laughs> basically Fire Emblem. Yeah, it's like, it's like almost the same thing, right? They're like yeah, from I Japan. Mean, it's the best RPG to come on Switch in oh, 2019, but uh, you know. I mean, yeah, the game. I played it. I, I still need to go beat it. Now that you've reminded me, yeah, damn me it. Yeah, <laughs> well, that one. Was but, but what a shock for me. Yeah, right? you yeah. not beating a game. Who could have seen that one coming? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, the best RPG to come out in Switch. Sure, that's a that's a fair title to give it. It's up there at the very least. Even if you're not, your opinion isn't nearly as strong as Devin's. I thought it was fun. I need to go finish it but uh how far are you i'm like almost done i'm towards... well, we're, we're both past we're both in act two right yeah right? yeah and i'm i think i, I want to say i've gotten most everyone back if not everyone i don't remember it's been like a couple months since i've opened the game so i don't remember exactly where i'm at but i think i have almost everyone or i'm missing like one party member left but I mean, yeah, I don't. I didn't even drop the game for a particular reason. It's not like I hate the game or anything. It's just see, I drop. I dropped the game. The reason I dropped the game, and I'm gonna get back to it. And this is the problem I have with games. It's because I literally start playing it too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I I, I put in like 15 hours in like two or three days, and then I'm like, okay, I need to like take a break so I can see my loved ones and friends right yeah i kind of <laughs> just forget kinda, to get back yeah to the game. i definitely did some of that too where i just i yeah. played enough over like the period of time right after i bought it over those few days where i'm like all right mm -hmm. i'm gonna put it down take a break from it play some other stuff come back to it later and i just haven't gotten to the come back to it later part yet right but dragon quest 11 it's probably the 
along with maybe Luigi's Mansion 3, probably the best-looking game on Switch, I think. Oh, yeah, it's it looks beautiful. great. It looks so the quality good. quality of life improvements from uh, the original release are, are really, really nice. Um, yeah, having not system... played it, there was some stuff where I'm like, really, I can't do these things? Like, the having access to the Forge 24-7 isn't a right? normal thing? And I'm like, I have yeah. used the hell out of that. I couldn't imagine playing without it. Well, and if uh, I don't, don't think people realize this, the... The sprint function in Dragon Quest XI was not even in the original Japanese PS4 version. Really? Yes. Yeah, that's even well, I know more another obnoxious. fun little tidbit? When What's you that? wandered the overworld, it was just you. You didn't have all your friends yeah, following behind you. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. It makes the game feel like a very different experience. It definitely does. Um, but Dragon Quest XI is beautiful. It has really standard JRPG storytelling, which I would generally count as like something bad about the game. But the game just... Um, Tim Rogers, uh, one of my favorite video game journalists, talks about it, where 90% of the time the game does exactly what you think it will. But then 10% of the time it just knocks you out of the park with some twist that you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's I didn't pretty expect accurate. That. Because there were a lot of times, where, I, uh, for the, especially for like most of the first act, I'm like, okay, they're going to do this. And then like five minutes later they do it. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, okay. but then all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, this just got weirdly emotional. Right. <laughs> like, what yeah, just the, happened? Those moments, I think, are what saved the story from being, like, exceptionally mediocre. Because there was well, a lot... What, well, it, from well, what I understand, I getting, I and Keegan, get... we don't... We don't Go have ahead. this connection. Darren would be able to, to tell us more about this, because he's the Dragon Quest expert on the podcast. Right. But a, lo a lot of here. the little... Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the little story arcs in, in Eleven are sort of retellings of other story arcs from other Dragon Quest games with, like, their own little twist on them, right? Yeah, that yes. is correct. There, yes. There's a lot of that. Especially mm -hmm. once you beat the game, and if you've played uh, some particular Dragon Quest games, you'll see a very overt connection, and that will eight? reframe some stuff. I just assume <laughs> it's Eight, because that's the one that the West likes. You'll just have to finish the game and find out. So he's never going to find out. That's well, what then I need to well, play Keegan, you'll have to 10 other him. Dragon Quest games, which <laughs> I'd like to do, maybe. But I, I've you got, know. I have enough of an RPG backlog that I need to work through soon before Listen, all these all other I'm games saying, come out. Final Fantasy is fun, but I will say, from my experience in both series, I get a lot more just, like, joy in satisfaction and comfort out of playing Dragon Quest. You just sit down and play that game, and it's like, this is just Yeah, nice. that's fair. This, that's this, fair. This just improved my day. That's a fair opinion. Yeah. Speaking of an RPG backlog that I have to get through, uh, a game that I wanted to talk about for a while, but literally Darren and I haven't been on a show together for, I couldn't even oh, tell you right. how long. That's right. I played Trails of Cold Steel 3 when that Ooh. came out. Yeah. I love that reaction. The Thank gasp. God I waited. Be still by beating Hold heart. on, hold on. Don't let Darren... Darren can't talk about that series because he needs to get his $50 on PSN. That's true. <laughs> he, well, you, I mean, if you got 3,000 words right now, I can get your $50 yeah. on PSN. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get, my, I'm gonna get, get go on my keyboard, open a Word doc. <laughs> but, uh... So, for reference, these games are all in an interconnected series. The Trails in the Sky games are connected to the Trails of Cold Steel and the uh, the Japanese ones, which are the, the Crossbell arc. I have played only the Cold Steel games and the first game of Trails in the Sky, so I haven't. I I don't have a you lot monster. of that. I, I 
it's it's in that backlog of games I need to get to. That's what I mean when I have a very long RPG list. There's like four of them I need to go play. But <laughs> the first two games, you can like kind of get away without not having played the other games. They stay somewhat self-connected to like 90% yeah. of the game. They're you definitely can't. meant to be a jumping on point. <laughs> right, right. And it works pretty well for that. It's exactly what worked on me. Is, is you, so you, is three not like that? No, 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 no. No, you can't do that. <laughs> there were times where I'm like, I'm sorry, who the hell are you again? And it's because they, they it's like they're encompassing casts and characters from all three of these of these separate like series, and they all have pretty sizable casts. And there'll yeah. be like smaller playable characters here, there like uh there's playable character two separate playable character guest characters from that are like main characters in the first sky game and this problem only gets worse in uh in cold steel 4 from what i've seen on like the playable roster list i'm like dear god it's basically everyone they smash ultimate (laughs) the damn thing and it's like well now i actually have to go play everything else because not only was i a little lost in some of the stuff in three and i had to kind of play catch up and take hints here or there where i could but oh my god a couple people (laughs) yeah yeah i have to wiki a couple people it was it was brutal like um I mean, there's so many character, like character, especially like with um, the first two chapters of the game they use to like sort of reference the other two series. Like the first chapter has prominent featuring uh, fe- prominently features characters from the Trails in the Sky series, and then the second chapter, I think I'm pretty sure they organized by chapter, is about the Crossbell games. And since I have not touched the Crossbell games, that chapter was particularly brutal for me to keep up with because I knew zero people and knew zero of these connections, and I had to pick all of that up very quickly because they assume I know that. So you knew zero things about About the Zero No Kiski games. Yes, exactly. Nice. But so yeah. Darren is if from what I remember is uh is Trails in the Sky part 1 still your favorite? Part 1's really special to me because it came, it kind of encompassed this really cool time where it was like this hidden gem on the PSP and it was like the yeah. last really cool PSP release and it was like this hidden gem everyone talked about and then it was kind of like a Mega Man Legends situation where we had to wait like half a decade to have any hint about getting the sequel especially because the game ends on a huge cliffhanger they're so bad with that and i like they get you every time again in three right so the the only of the games i've played the only one that doesn't really have a cliffhanger ending is two because two is intended to sort of wrap up their little first arc of cold steel yeah trails in the sky one like he just said god awful cliffhanger those bastards like i can't imagine having to wait that was literally what I thought when I finished that game and when I finished Cold Steel 1, where I was like, thank God I don't have to wait to play the next game, and I can just yeah. go play the next game. Because I think the re- it was like almost like a two-year gap between the West getting Cold Steel oh 1 my- and 2. Yeah. And yeah. there was also talks of, oh, it might, because the sales weren't strong enough, like, they might not be able to bring it over. Which and there's would all be this uncertainty. awful with the way that And ended. then there's is, been this so really is, weird localization thing where Xseed published and localized, the first uh, didn't two. publish, sorry, they localized the Trails games and the first two Cold Steel games. And then now NIS is did three yeah. and has publishing and rights to probably going to do four, I would bet, I at this point. I hope so. Yeah. I'd hope so. Yeah. And speaking of four, you know, the fact that now I'm in this situation where I got hit with a massive cliffhanger ending and I actually have to wait, it sucks. 
this sucks. I hate it. Get this game out in English, please. I, Jesus. It was, I actually haven't played three yet. And now oh, hearing wow. that it ends, I know because the weird thing is by the time the West, it got announced that it was coming out in the West, they announced in Japan that they're making four and they're having all these like discussions and trailers right. and articles about it. So I was always kind of like, I want to wait to see that we're going to get four before I jump into it. Just to avoid all the years of heartbreak I mean, and worry. I would be, with with the way it ended, yeah, there's going to be some heartbreak. I'm telling you right now. That's going to happen. But I also mm. feel like it would be a weird move to just stop now. Especially since yeah. they like made a Switch port for this, I think. Or they're making a Switch port for 3. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll wait for the Switch port then. And I mean, maybe, if you, maybe that brews up some time for uh, them to get time. on their localization right. plans. Yeah. But yeah, in Cause... my opinion, of the three big-ass cliffhanger endings I've seen from Sky, Cold Steel 1, and this one, this one was the worst. This one was where I'm like, you literally just cut to black and hit credits there? Okay. Fuck Ooh. you too, game. Oh, It's, ooh, man. I, I love that, but I also hate that. Yeah, that's actually what I felt right that there. That makes me really excited to play it, but at the same time, it like just fills me with this existential dread of like, yeah. oh god, but what if we don't get four? Do I have to look up another local, did I look up another translation yeah, wow. guide? I can't yeah. do that again. Yeah, I mean, I, I legitimately thought about that for a while, because I'm like, shit, I really want to play four, but then I'm like, do I actually want to put myself through reading the game through like a translation guide and not being able to understand a damn thing on the screen. Like that's brutal. That's yeah, way worse enough. than just like subs. But yeah, it's, it's Soup- its own experience. <laughs> yeah, thank God I don't have to deal with it, but yeah, uh, you should play it. If you want to wait for like a switch, the switch port that they end up doing, that's fair. But uh, if they announce for do yourself a favor. Gotcha. Yeah, very good. Very good. Will do. I'm very excited to hear that you're in. Yeah, I, I'm in for the long haul. The bastards got me. Yes. Good, <laughs> good, good. You've been, you've been clipped. Yeah, yeah. I they should put the uh, the Sky trilogy on Switch because I'd like to play them. They're all on Steam. And that would. Yeah, I know, but I'd rather play them on Switch. <laughs> well, that's probably gonna be easier said than done since different localization teams. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on with the rights and who has uh, yeah, the publishing that's... rights net these days. I'd assume NIS and they've been NIS has been porting over like all the Atelier games and a bunch of other RPGs. They so. did a Danganronpa as well, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think that's them. I so get you, them confused with Nicholas. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think that about covers what I wanted to talk about. I at least wanted to make sure I did my due diligence and talked about trails while you were here. I've yes. done that. I'm so glad you waited. <laughs> I, I waited for so long, too. I played the first Cold Steel games like over a year ago. Yeah, That's you how did. long I've waited <laughs> to have this conversation with you. Uh, All right, perfect. Chad, you're up, buddy. What have you played? Okay. Uh, what have I played? Uh, Astral <laughs> Chain. I played that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's how a game. That? It was it was all right. I don't know. It was, it was sort of standard spectacle fighter type stuff. Sure. It was one of those games that looked like interesting enough to pick up, and I just kind of forgot about it after they announced it. It didn't look like it was interesting enough for me to play at sixty dollars, though. Yeah, sixty dollars probably a bit much. It 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 doesn't it does the stupid silent protagonist thing, which is also the ending's kind of dumb. The what? 
I said I've heard the ending is kind of dumb. You see, the ending for me is actually like one of the best parts of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's... But it's mostly the silent protagonist thing is just sort of really an, annoying to me. They're difficult to do right. I, don't, so I really, I really just like it when a game yeah. just forces a silent character oh. upon you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and so it really there's, doesn't there's a... fit, you know, because people just talk at you, and it's really yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. There's a brother and a sister, <laughs> and the the opposite gender that you pick is like the villain, right? No, I think I've heard that. No, it's not true. No. Okay. I mean, you do. I mean, you do get like a boss fight with them because you know they show up and the, and when your when your primary colors are blue and white and they show up with black and red, that's like you're the like, biggest. Okay, te- I know like, where oh. this is going. And then and yeah. then later you and then later you're walking through a sewer and then exit the sewer and then you just see a giant circular platform with nothing on it. And you're it's like, like huh, I feel. I, a boss I wonder fight. what's about to happen here. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, like the sibling, this the really relationship between the two siblings and the dad is like really, it's actually really nice and cute, but it's also like what the silent protagonist thing again just comes back is like sort of gets they're in the all way just talking that, yeah. at all talking at you. Uh, but this it's it's fun combat, just sort of switching around trying to get all the S plus ranks. Yeah, t- wasn't wasn't too long either, but I would I would definitely recommend it if it ever comes down to like maybe forty bucks. That probably right, be how long enough. was your playthrough out of car- out of curiosity? Because I've heard some people who've really gone back trying to get everything and do everything have had like thirty to forty hours. And yeah, that, for me that seems to be like too much for a yeah, character action so. game. Yeah, well that that's like hundred percenting it, which you know. It's one of those things where you don't ha- you don't get all the abilities to hundred percent a level until like the end of the game, so you have to go back to hundred percent. Oh, okay. But in terms of and the only thing you really get for hundred percenting is just like an extra like boss fight, which is like all right. But most so people it's like can, yeah, it's like your post game boss then I assume. Yeah, post post game boss, but you can you can skip it. But in terms of just like straight like chapter one to end chapter, it took me a bit, about probably twelve hours ish. That's not too bad. I mean, it, for, for a $60 title, that's kind of bad, but, like... Well, yeah. for, for that, I'm, for down that with, I'm down with a good 12-hour game. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it was... Yeah. I missed a good 12-hour game. Yeah. yeah, so do I. It was it was fun, and, and I will say I spent about... Probably probably about 20 hours going for the 100% afterwards, and it it's nice when you go... 20 more or 20 in total? 20 more, not, not initially. Oh, wow. hours. Okay. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of stuff you got to do. You have to, like, find all the cats... And then you have to find all the porta potties, <laughs> and it's just like oh it's, sounds like my kind of game. <laughs> I love looking for freaking yeah. pixel hunting and just yeah, looking it, for collectibles. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like games. not. It's like it's one of those not fun things. But it's like the combat's fun enough. But I will yeah. say. He is really I th- nice. I think I'm going to put Bayonetta up on my to play list before that, but yeah, you know, well, <laughs> maybe. But do you have the Eventually. power of anime? It is. I think. I think Bayonetta has. I, the I don't. Power I don't think. Anime. I don't think Bayonetta is anime as this game. But I think yeah, yeah. I think Astral Chain's got her beat on the anime vibe. I think I've played a little bit too much anime lately. <laughs> That's not possible. <laughs> Why have you been playing Three Houses lately? Yeah, oh man, I have actually. <laughs> Who but yeah, that's pretty much the first time like, since it came out, actually. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I'm trying to think in the six months. I mean, did I talk about Persona on here before? 
I think I you think did. I did. I, yeah. I, it might have been in the scrapped episode, times. though. Uh, but yeah, you you played through three I, I, I did and three, four. Yeah, right? I did. Th- yeah. I did three, four, and then I've talked about five. And right. I just yeah. And I replayed four again. I just want to say, I think four is the weakest of the three. Ooh, interesting. I you know I haven't. I don't disagree. I don't all, disagree. I, I just like find that very interesting. Agree. I don't know. Narratively, it's, it seems like the weakest to me. Yeah, the Scooby Gang. Uh, I don't know. I will say you, you, you as a protagonist, he's like pretty aight, but definitely but he's not nearly as interesting as Joker, whatever. Yeah, it's not. No, yeah, it's not as, as as Joker or the female MC from Portable. Oh, Ugh, I love female the, MC. Dude, female MC is the best. But yeah, I don't know. Thinking about it. I think I think one of my biggest problems with Persona Four is the the starting group you have is like the worst the worst yes. characters. Just yeah, Yosuke, I like Yosuke, Yusuke, but um, I don't I don't I th- I think Yosuke is like the worst of like the three idiot bro characters. Oh, I fu- dude, I hate Chie. Chie is my least favorite character in Four. <sighs> See, for me, I think part, I think Yukiko's there. Yeah, Yukiko's See, right I there. I don't Yuki- mind Yukiko. Yukiko is like I, I the just... most boring, just like out of everything. I just think I really dislike Chie's voice acting, and I'm sorry, the voice actress, but like, no, that's I don't know. Just for did you play? I didn't play Chef, original. Did you play it's golden. golden. Yeah, golden. Okay. I yeah, I played golden. So I was and I see. I was fine with her voice actors there, but it's like Yukiko is just Zs. But then like Kanji, Reese, and Naoto. That's all. They're on like. It's okay, yeah. Reese is the best character. Yeah, she is. But it's like they're all they're all in like the later later part of the game. They're not there. You at had the to start. work for it. That's you true. Kanji like great. forty hours in there. Great. Yeah, as opposed as opposed to like. Persona 3, you basically start... Every character is there, aside from, like, Ken and Shinji, and I guess uh, Konamaru. Every character is there. <laughs> Persona 5 has yeah. the least interesting characters in the last half. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that, because you get... Because you, Ryuji and An, they're, Dude, they're who, right. And who, then, cares about, who cares about how <laughs> Or whatever her name Haru? is. Haru? Haru? Haru. Yeah, Haru is whatever. But... And, and you, get, you get Yusuke and Makoto, like, pretty quick. So it's like that's fine, but just like Naruto and Reese, it's like no, why are they so far away? Yeah, yeah. Because I think in my playthrough of four that I never beat, I like I was like Yukiko seems okay, so I like dated her, and then I saw Reese, and I'm like, what have I done? What yeah. A, what, <laughs> what horrible mistake have I made? Yeah. yeah you should. So then he isn't, dated isn't, um, all of them. So yeah. So I restarted <laughs> the game. <laughs> Isn't Splatoon Girl gonna be a playable character in uh, uh, whatever it's called? Uh, in Scramble, Persona Five Scramble. No, Crimson. Or Royal. Royal, whatever. Not Crimson. I can't believe I just did the fake fan name for the Golden. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I meant Royal. <laughs> Way to go! Yeah, no, Futaba's not playable. It's just she has the all-out attack combo. Yeah. No, I just assumed she was playable. No. She just she basically has like what Risei has. Well, I'll play Persona Five again when that comes out. It's at the point now where it's like I'm just gonna wait. I got to uh, the third arc with uh, Makoto. Is that her name? Yes. Wait, you you um, yes. yeah. So you I mean oh, yeah you, got, you yeah you haven't really seen much of the game yeah, at you, all. You yeah, actually no. have I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that you're not even past like where all the like review embargoes stopped. No, he's not. Yeah, well, well it's yeah, so. it's like this. It's like 
what like so six, I can five, I can stream the game on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you could until yeah. until you cross a certain date, and then it's like no, yeah. and then it all is that still a thing? Yes, it's like hard. It's like hard encoded. Wow, I didn't. Re- I thought that was like a time thing. I didn't know that. Uh, was... it's, it's, no, it's, Atlas it's, is crazy about their uh, persona protection on uh, social media. Yeah, and, it's it's, uh, it's really all content. So. It's really annoying to just like start up Persona Five and just like constantly get like the you cannot rec- recording functionalities oh, yeah, have been disabled it's so a, literally every yes, time yeah. it's like why apparently that's still in royal it's just further down but it's still like why <laughs> why uh anyway have you been playing anything devin or did we already talk about what you yeah played? no i've i've been playing actually quite a bit lately i'll just talk about a couple of things rapid fire sure um so I played a little game called Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh yeah, uh, I've picked that one up too. I played that. Yeah, I also kind of forgot it existed, to be honest. Um, I only have it just that, because that I've should... been I bought it pretty recently, like a few weeks ago, and I just yesterday completed my Pokedex. So see, I I grinded for like two days, and I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to play this game anymore. I just, wanted, grind I just wanted to shiny hunt and then... Uh, oh no, I, I grinded to complete the Pokédex. Yeah. yeah, so I got like 250, 300 in out of 400, then I was like, eh. I just had a day where I'm just like, alright, I'm just gonna go catch a whole bunch of shit. So I did. Do you, do was, you man. Uh, the game's okay. That's how I feel. That's a, um, that's a nicer opinion than I would give it. At least when we're talking about the story. Yeah, yeah story's garbage. Hot garbage. Hey, you know what? The story is bad, it's... but I, I, I like the gym challenge, and I yeah. like the yeah, gym like leaders. They're, they're the best set of gym leaders we've gotten in a really long time. Yeah, the gym, the gym challenge um, is cool. Their version of the Elite Four, really cool. I liked it a lot. But, uh, I mean, just like... It felt like you were on rails for like the entire game, and that everyone like, else was is doing Sun, cooler how is Sun stuff. And Moon than you. Any different? It's not, and it's it was bad too. Yeah. Okay. It's and it's like there was there was like a, a point when like Pokemon in the Wild started Dynamaxing, and I was like, oh shit, that sounds cool. Why can't I go take part in that? And Leon's like, nah, dude, I got it. I'm the champion, yeah. bro. And the, the post game is take as care nothing, of it, bro. I'm like fuck off. The post game is as nothing as it's been since X and Y. Battle Tower. That's it. No shield work. Oh yeah. Sword whatever. The the, the literal worthless duo. Like okay, they're great. Those characters are hilarious. They're funny, but why though? That's that's really my question. Sure, it was uh, worth a it was worth a good laugh, but why? Degsit also has is at the point now where Degsit really really hurts this game yeah. competitively because that's what's left and I would say, I would say competitively that's for the best <laughs> I don't know it's more interesting well, the very le- well, also... the very least like there there's Pokemon where it's like oh it'd be cool if I could use this oh wait no I can't oh what about oh yeah, no exactly. no I can't okay okay thanks game and Dynamax is dumb yeah I don't Dynamax is whatever stupid it's I hate dumb. it I don't want to talk about Pokemon anymore I'm gonna get upset <laughs> I'm gonna upset no, I will say, like, I will, I will be the contrarian opinion and actually say Sword and Shield is probably actually one of my favorite Pokemon games wow that, it, that, is, a, yeah. that is a hot take like ever or just in I would, you know, I would say it's up years. there I would say that is a hot e- take I would say even with just the fact of just the 
basically removing random encounters almost entirely. I, I do will say, like that. I, mean, I'll I, say, I, mean, there's, I will I'll say, say the that, main I will campaign. Say that, I will say with that change in itself has pretty much made yeah, every Pokemon I mean, yeah, game for it unplayable for me now. There's a lot of good quality of life stuff like that. And like, um, yeah, I agree. Like oh, the fact but, that you can access your box anywhere, that's sick. They've yeah, removed two of and those were both in Let's Go. But. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that it's well, in a, a normal Pokemon game, that's sick. Like, yeah. um... The the fact that tutors are just removed, so I don't have to frickin' shard hunt anymore, and I just go do raid battles and get my things, or go talk to people and buy the strong moves. Like that's so much better. Shards suck. Tutors suck. Yeah. Having but, TMs, but even I mean, if I'll agree there. It's so the much better. Campaign. It's the best campaign since Black and White Two, but uh, that's not saying that much. No, no, that's not. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that's a very low bar. Even yeah. if it's right, it's a very low bar. Anyway, I've been playing a lot of Isaac as usual. Yeah, who's surprised um, there? Yeah, I've been trying to get into some roguelites and stuff right, lately. Some more ones. I played some FTL. Uh, FTL is a really interesting game that I'm terrible at. Good, good. Um, <laughs> That's it, a good do, way to sum it up. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, no chef, and it's like I don't even. I don't think you can get good at no, it. No, I've, I've gotten good at it. I I know what it takes. <laughs> Have you really? Yes. Oh my god. I've unlocked all shifts, completed all challenges. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Gra- okay. And you I need, did I, need I, to... I I did I I got the Crystal Cruiser the long way, which is by completing every ship before it instead of doing the Crystal Quest. Okay, you need to give me like a crash course in that game then cuz I'm just bored. So bad. Just bored lol. I don't even know what that means. Just teleport just teleport your crew on to their crew and then kill them all. Oh, really? I've never, I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, if you murder them all, you get more scrap. If the ship's oh. intact. Or L- later, ship combat gets really annoying too. So it's a good way to bypass some of like the worst fights in the game. Yeah, you yeah. Ju- you when just when they first introduced, and then just go for it. When they first introduced the, uh, should I play an easy at first? Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've yeah. yeah. I've been playing on normal, and it's just been like hitting my head into a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, yeah. You should. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where easy is like, hey, this is this is this is probably how it, most people should play. Yeah. And do I want to en- enable the advanced yes. update features? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. okay. That's that's, um, that's for, for people old. who don't know FTL. Like, I don't think you understand the learning curve this game has it's really cool it's a really interesting game but like when you first play it it's like i I just died (laughs) like there was nothing i could do dude (laughs) um yeah and i've played you know dragon quest as i said uh out of curiosity have you looked at into the breach which is made by the creators of ftl and it plays similarly to a particular video game yeah, series that we we ought to talk about <laughs> yes uh i have looked at into the breach i would have i'm upset because uh the day after i found out about the whole uh like 12 games of of epic christmas or whatever it was where they were you know they gave for people who don't know uh for i think it was 12 days if you log on to epic every single day you'd get a free game most of the time indie I found out about that the day after Into the Breach was one of the free games, which oh, dang. was annoying. But, you know, and I bought FTL like three days before it was one of the free games. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, 
But no, Into the Breach is, is definitely on my list. I'm a big roguelike guy. It's I bought really Hades good. as well, which uh, I don't have a computer to run on since I'm on vacation right now and I don't have my PC. But I'm very excited to check out Hades because Hades is an amazing looking game. But anyway, with that, I think we should get into viewer questions very quickly and then talk about Fire Emblem. Oh, man. Fine. We're going to do it. Chefin. Chefin, it's been six months. Give us a song. Uh, and welcome back to Emblem Castle. I hope you enjoyed that music with nothing else, probably no outtakes. Um, uh, the first question we have is from Zerk Monster Hunter, who says... Okay, I got one. How does it feel that John Tron uploaded more content than you guys did in the last six months? Can't believe we just got that bodied, honestly. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Uh, we deserve it. We deserve yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we do deserve it. We do deserve it. John Tron beat us Anyway, you feel... <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's hopefully a joke there we'll, somewhere. Hopefully we'll beat him in the future. Yeah, hopefully I we hope. beat him in, with the, the moral high ground. Um... Ufel asks, top three favorite three houses characters from each of you, and why? Who wants to go first here? Let's actually use uh, Husser's, since he submitted his, because he wanted did to make he? sure he had his yeah, in. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he did. That's right. So Husser said, note for the record that the absent Husser chooses Hubert, Claude, and Edelgard. Okay. All right. Some some Black Eagles loyalty there with I a little bit it. of Golden I Deer. I feel it. I feel it. A little bit. There's There's one good choice there. I think there's more than one good choice there. Though I'm not sure. If All we right, agree Keegan. On what are your choice. What are your three then? What are your three? I don't think we do. No, we probably don't. Because my, my three what are, are three? Uh, Edelgard, Dorothea, and Claude. Probably. That's right. We don't. We don't agree. Don't I was. Agree. I would have been shocked if we did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, chef. Why me for Hugo? Because you're the, you're the authority. Because I'm three still houses. thinking of my other two. Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> or sorry, wow. other one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Was, uh, for me, uh, Ferdinand, Marianne, and Shamir. Those are fair. I kind of right. forgot about Shamir. That's a good call. Wow. Uh, that that's yeah yeah. I'm sorry. That was a mistake. I won't make it again. Yeah, yeah, you better apologize, right, man. <laughs> I, yeah, that was a, that was a, I had a, a severe and continuous <laughs> lapse in my judgment. <laughs> All right, Devin, have Darren. you thought of yours? No, Darren, you go. <laughs> oh man, we're really just filling for you. Um, I don't. I part of me wants to say Dimitri, but I feel like because I just started my blue, I'm just at part two of my blue lions run where his character undergoes changes. I. Uh, I gotta kind of wait say to say that, but so far I like what's going on with Dimitri. I haven't really had a lot of experience with Claude, and he seems to be pretty popular in uh, so far what people are talking about. So I, I I I can't contribute there. I just have mainly my uh, Black Eagles run to base things off of. I think part of me I think I like Edelgard overall. I think I would say she's she's up there. And I, I have a uh, a controversial choice for my third. I'm ready. Which I would say uh, Sylvain. No, that's fair. Oh, no, I like Sylvain. Fair enough. I, right. I really 
disliked him initially. I thought, oh Which my god, he's fair. just a, he's just he's just a walking trope. He's just hitting on all the ladies. He's just being the sleaze bag in every anime. That's in every anime group. There's the but one that's, guy. That's kind of a lot of characters, the characters in this game. I feel like. To be fair, they, they all like initially start at least so far from what, I, what I've seen. A lot of them Felix start as was an the initial same way for me. Yeah, but Felix, Felix is like, really gets fleshed out. Oh, yeah. yeah, Felix is initially just Sasuke going like you know my whole my whole clan, all that stuff yeah. about his his brother and whatnot. But, but it's Sylvain, literally like played up for comedy. Sylvain really surprised me in some of his later supports with some characters, especially some of his like blue line classmates, where he kind of gets the nature of it, and it's kind of like his whole fascination with women is almost just like a resentment. And he and he kind of maybe gets enjoyment out of playing around with them and and like okay. breaking their hearts in a weird fucked up sort of thing. So yeah, those would be my three. We'll say Dimitri, Edelgard, and uh, Sylvain. All right, no more stalling, Devin. All right, all That's right. I feel so, for you. I feel for yeah, you. He, for, he first of all, Keegan, Keegan of of Hussers three. Which one do you think I'm going to pick? Of Hussers three. Well, we Hubert. didn't agree. So you, well, he didn't play Black Eagles, has he? He hasn't played Golden that. Lion either. I don't know. I'll see. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm playing. Lions. I'm playing Crimson Flowers right now. Oh, okay. Then yeah, you probably say Hubert. Yeah, I beat. I beat Blue Lions. Okay, then yeah, you probably say Hubert. Did yes. you actually beat Blue Lions? Yes, I did actually beat. Blue you saw Lions. the credits roll and everything. I did, and it was oh the most God, fucking I'm anticlimactic so ending I've seen in the series. But whatever, we'll get into that later. <laughs> you uh, beat a game. I'm so proud of yeah, you. Yeah, I did. They Too grow bad up there's so fast. three other. There's three other paths. Um, yeah, so the first one is Huber. Huber is fucking fantastic. I love that character. Well, I, Huber I is Huber. the most... Like, just because I didn't put him in my top, it doesn't mean I don't love Huber. Huber's amazing. No, at first when I saw Huber, I was like, this character is so stupid. But then as soon as I play the game, just his voice acting is perfect. He, He's the most he fucking did. mustache-twirling <laughs> villain I've ever seen. I but love he's, it. He's just so sleazy that it's incredible. Huber is amazing. He's also a really fun unit to use, yeah. I think. If only um, his speed was better. Yeah, but he's got his little gambit skills that are. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, he's got he some just, cool stuff. I mean, he doesn't need speed if he's just gonna bop him. Yeah, it's exactly, true. exactly. Um, the next one is gonna be, and these are not ranked, by the way. The next one is gonna be Dimitri. Uh, Who could have seen Dimitri's that one, one coming? Of best, one of the best lords in the series. Dimitri's really cool. Um, his character eh, gets a little fuzzy in part two after you know he has the change and then goes back. Spoilers. Whoa! Like, who, what? Whoa. Who could have saw that coming? Whoa. I know who could have seen that coming. Um, it gets a little fuzzy in there, but uh, Dimitri's still really cool, and I like uh, how he's opposed to Edelgard. I still am not sure about my third character. I, there's a couple of people I want to say. Ingrid, I think, is sort of underrated. I think Ingrid's really cool. I think she's cool. Design, I think her design is awesome. Her uh, part two of, design is top tier. Yes, I her like, part two design I like her, is if, outstanding. Yeah, her part two design is great, but I wish I had her part one hair. I really like I dig the braid. Mm. I dig no, the big I braid. Like I, I, it's not that I she, don't like the short hair, but I dig the big braid. Do you know whose design got downgraded in part two? Who's that? Who? Frickin' Hilda's. Yeah. Yeah, that's she just the pigtail. I don't like, yeah. I don't she like her She also just turns into, into like, I don't know, like, I don't even know the word, just like, sexual appeal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, she's literally in like a fucking like BDSM costume from what I've seen. What? But did <laughs> you have to... So, not how I would describe anyway, it Anyway, who's all. your third? <laughs> um... 
Was Ingrid not your I don't third? know. I don't know if I should go Golden Deal. Uh-huh. Was Ingrid not your third? I thought Ingrid was your third. I could go with Ingrid. I like Felix a lot, too. Um, a lot of the Blue Lions characters, I just think, are really outstanding. And it might be part of it. Part of it might be that I've had more time with them than the uh, Black Eagles cast. But just honestly, from everything I've seen, I, I do believe, and, and I will doubt if my opinion change. I doubt that my opinion will change. But I think Blue Lions has the strongest cast of characters. That, that That's a really good cast they've got. I would, as someone who's just started, I'll, I'll get into it more when we talk about the full game uh-huh. in, a, in a minute, but I will say I would agree with that sentiment. I yes. think in terms of support conversations and in maybe even unit performance, I really like the Blue yeah, Lions no, crew. Yeah, no, definitely. Blue Lions, I think, honestly, probably, even if we're not talking about character-wise, they probably have the most useful units that you want to recruit on each route, whether, you know, mm. Mercedes or... Mm. Are you? Are uh, Jeff, some Jeff, I'll, I'll, I'll get. I'll get into it later. But eh. I mean, I know Lysithia. That's like the meme. But mm, I wouldn't really call it a meme. We'll, we'll get. We'll get. We'll get into it. Or I'll get into it. All right. All right. Okay. So, so this... Slurm King asks. This is the last question we're gonna go over. Slurm King asks, "How would you merchandise the shit out of Fire Emblem? I'm talking Star Wars and Kiss levels of sellout." Uh, there's already a game that does that, actually. It's called Fire Emblem uh, Heroes. It's on Google Play and uh, <laughs> the App Store. You can download it right now. And if you use the <laughs> cast link, <laughs> cast in the description, you'll get a free yeah. 15 orbs. Yeah, go play Whoa, Raid Shadow Legends. That, was... that would be such a strong referral link. <laughs> you got 15 though. free orbs. Holy okay. shit. Maybe, yeah. maybe it'd be would, something would, lame, man, like, get, like 500... 500 feathers. This, this podcast right. is no, sponsored no, by Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. yeah, it is. No, Have you guys? Did you know there's 10 million active players a day or whatever? <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, Check out this. I mean, there's for also the next six months. The internet's a big place. <laughs> also, in terms of this question, in terms of merchandising, I mean, it already has a card game, a trading card game at this point, so it's pretty. Bring it to in terms the of like it's Japanese. Cowards. Yeah. In terms of a Japanese series, it's kind of hard to top trading card games, but yeah. I think the only way they could push it forward more with more merchandising is straight up just making anime and uh, like really branching out into oh, other Oh, you know media. what I would do? I would make a really expensive anime figurine of the sex appeal goth magic girl that's like presenting. Let's not talk about that. I mean, okay. Let's, let's not talk let's, about that. At least they can they can't just do like a bunch of like fig- figures and whatnot. Or you can make a DLC pack, but then censor it in North America so that like uh, a towel is covering their butts. It's the curtain. <laughs> the wind blew. It's the curtain. Yeah. Or is Marth there? <laughs> maybe it's Marth's game. That's well, what I look, thought the first look, time I saw it. Like, but wait, Marth's a girl? Look, Marth's got to go what? on vacation too. That's how you merchandise it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in more serious, I would just say branch out to more media. Just get, just get it, go all the way into like, anime, at this point, movies, uh, totally do, like, do, do more ad work. Just go freaking full tail. If there tail. can be a Persona anime, there can be a Monster Energy drinks. anime, I think. Yeah. With a fair, like, Persona does like, work. I feel oh. like Persona works better for an anime. But yeah, yeah. it doesn't well, yeah. Persona 5 anime wasn't that good. Yeah, that's also true. And the, well, the, the, the but that's not the point. The Persona 4 anime was good. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the Persona 5 anime being bad, that's not Persona 5's fault. That's A1's fault. 
Yeah, but yeah. we're talking about merchandising. It doesn't need to be good. It to just sell. needs to you exist. Know, you can talk. You can talk to the Rise of Skywalker yeah. for that one. Oh shit! Oh no! Oh, I got fuck. the perfect way a Japanese series can sell out. Ready? How? You make it. You make an isekai light novel, then oh, anime. No. You yeah, make, yeah, you you make a freaking light novel about a high school student who gets dropped into like three houses world or something. Holy shit! And then you so go good. from there. Dude, I, I hear the money, and that's I who Violet is. That's why he doesn't remember who he is. <laughs> that time I, feel I got the money. reincarnated as a Garrick Mark student. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it, it need to be way more verbose than that. Yeah. <laughs> As a title. Alright, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> so, Can we just agree on that? Yeah, like, I don't yeah think that's all need to that's come fair. up yeah, with that. No, we're right. good. So, <laughs> I think right. we got it. Alright, I uh, we'll, we'll send you a list of studios for, to make the Isekai for, and we'll send you yeah. a, a working title for it as well. We'll send you the bill later, too, for the idea. It'll be about $10 billion. Give hope or take. Can, <laughs> hope you can compare <laughs> some change. That's probably pocket change, right? Right. Yeah. Anyway, with that, um, I think we should go into the music one last time, and then we will unload our thoughts on Fire Emblem Three Heroes for Nintendo 3DS. Stop. Never again. Should have gone, gone with the Nintendo 3DS game. Meme? That's a dead meme. Yeah. It's like a two-year-old meme. All right, see you guys in a few. Nintendo Switch Fire Emblem I do do the thing. I just said doo-doo. Anyway, welcome back to Emblemcast. Uh, now we're going to be talking about Fire Emblem Three Houses on Nintendo Switch. So, let's just say quickly um, what paths we've played. I believe, Sheffin and Keegan, you've played all four, No, right? I have not played all four. Uh, spoilers, there's a fourth path. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> yeah, right? On the topic of spoilers, we should also say uh, that yeah. we're going to talk about some spoiler stuff. So if you want to play the game fresh, you best avoid this part of the podcast. Yeah. But any any of the major stuff, we will shout out before we say it. Uh, because also, so, also you know, I don't think you... Yeah, not everyone's actually completed it here. Everybody yes, did, exactly. Yeah. Like Darren, Darren and I. Um... So I, I've played about halfway through Crimson Flowers. I'm right about, right before the time skip. Uh, and I've played, and spoilers, there's a time skip. <laughs> and I've played all of, uh, what what's the Blue Lines one called? Uh, Azure Moon? Yeah, I think, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, because yeah, Azure, Azure Blue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and Darren, I know you've done basically the opposite of me. Yes. Uh, you've played all of Crimson Flowers, and you're just past the time skip in Yes, Azure I have Moon, right? done yeah. two battles, two chapters after the time skip. So I all feel right, so like you got I you got all have... your dudes back, and you got Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. I got Gilbert. What a what a great unit. What a great guy. Uh, yeah. Banning like his Gilbert. daughter. Um, He's cool. Well, besides that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big part of his character. Yeah. Um, he also <laughs> made like Dimitri like run around on a cliff or something. Yeah, fun stuff. Good guy. Uh, yeah, I, that's my essential progress. And I would, I'll say, for my sake, I probably will never do the church route because, from what everyone says, it's basically just a worse version of Golden Deer, with some obviously some story differences that might not be fully agreeable with everyone here. Is but it Golden Deer? I yeah, heard it was more it's gold, for and, Blue Lion. No, no, it's almost. I like heard Golden it was Deer. Golden Deer it's, minus it's two gold, chapters. It's Golden Deer. It's hundred percent Golden Deer. The only different. The only Why difference does it exist? Great question. Who knows? Because apparently they didn't want you to side with Edelgard. Which is mean. It hurt my feelings. 
But yeah. there's already two other routes that you do that in. There's only one other <laughs> route you do that in. Nah, oh, not inside of Yeah, They really don't want you to side with Edelgard, okay? I don't know. They're, they're on... They want you to go out of your way to side with Edelgard. I guess. Even though she's, like, the most advertised which, character Yeah, which is a weird play. That they're, like... It's all backwards <laughs> to me. <laughs> that the, they're gonna, the, like, the inner, prominently feature Edelgard and then make you work to side with her for the whole game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. It's so kind Keegan, of strange. You've play, I know we've... Well, all of us have at least started uh, Crimson Flowers Key, and I know I finished it. You beat it, right. and you played a bit of uh, what's Claude's route called? I'm Vernon trying Wind. to call it by the proper Vernon names because that's is the name of it. I believe Crimson Flower, Silver now. Snow, I'm like, Azure Moon, yeah, Verdant Silver Wind. Snow, Verdant Wind. Yeah, Azure I'm like Moon, almost Flower, done okay. with Verdant Wind. There's, I have like okay. three or four chapters left, I think. So my biggest question is now playing a bit of these two routes. What the fuck does Claude's story have to do with anything? <laughs> the answer? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The, the, the answer is, he's like down with racism, yo. He is? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically it. This is right. down with racism. You, you, you think uh, I'm joking? Darren, do you, mind, do, you mind, do you mind if I spoil something very quickly about... No, not uh, at all. Ezra not at all. I've, I've, okay. I've, I generally know the gist of each right. path. Because I did very, a bit of homework very, before I very chose. Very quick Azure Moon spoiler. Uh, there's literally a moment about halfway through part two, maybe a little bit more than halfway through part two, where Claude just shows up. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this whole leading thing, by the way. Let me just give you the alliance. And Dimitri's like, wait, really? He's like, yeah, just take it. Then he just fucks off. So, <laughs> you know, I'll, let, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Move. I'll go a step further yeah. here. This spoiler for the Golden Deer ending. When you beat the big bad with Claude, and Claude, the Lester Alliance then controls Fodlin. Claude then gives you everything, and then still fucks off. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Really? He still yes. fucks off. Yeah. It's because uh, why? So uh, another spoiler for Claude's character. He's at, like Almiron royalty. Yes. Okay. So he fucks off back to Almira. And then that and each is. I don't know what that is. That's, uh, uh, that's it's it's the country that neighbors the Lesser Alliance. Oh, okay. You, you probably don't interact with them much in um in Azure Moon, I wouldn't imagine, because you don't have a need to interact mm -hmm. with them. But when you play yeah. uh when you play both of the other routes, you interact with them and when um with in Crimson Flower when you go to take over the Lester Alliance, you have to fight Almirans. Yeah, and then I, I obviously know when in, you're um, with Claude, you're allied with the Almirans. I got spoiled for me that in Verdant Wind, Dimitri dies off screen. Yes, yes. he does. They um, also, so, yeah. okay. also in Silver, also in Silver Snow, off really? screen as well. Yes. Well, I mean, I also, guess, I guess off screen as well in Silver Snow. That just, one's that one's dumb. Ooh. I don't like that one. That one's pretty stupid. much. Every, pretty much everyone gets off screen in That's Silver like, Snow. Yeah, why? It's such a stupid thing to do. They're they're like the most important characters, and they're like, oh, by the way, they're dead now. Why? That's stupid. That's really strange. W yeah, with um, I don't know how Claude's happens, but with um, Dimitri's, it's after the battle of the lion and the eagle. He just chases after Edelgard when she runs and then he dies and that's it hmm. and then you just yeah, like so find out from like Hilda in that and so she's like yeah I saw him dead it was awful and I'm like but he's dead why did he just die and then in Silver Snow 
you don't you don't get that bat you don't get the battle of grander because you just skip that battle nice. and then you just you just get set of telling you like hey yeah they everyone's all dead they're all and edelgard's <laughs> injured that's actually so stupid <laughs> claude and dimitri die in that battle in silver snow okay they say they say dimitri's dead and then you see dimitri's ghost for whatever reason okay and then, sure <laughs> and then and then they're like claude's missing so he's so, dead. So he's either dead or he fucked off to Almira. Yeah, and then but then it's like, I could have, I you know, I could have gone there. Yeah, still. we could have gone there, and it like I, you know what I like to I like to think that he just fucked off. I like to think <laughs> in every single route, no matter what, it's just a constant. It's just canon. Like, fuck this it's canon. Claude's yeah, like, it's man, canon. fuck this Fodlin place. I'm gone. Yeah, you know what? I like Claude more now. <laughs> Because he just says, fuck this shit, I'm out. I just I, dips. You know, I'd do that if I was him. I'd just be like, dude, just fuck this. Bodlin's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. He, Claude's on to something. Yeah. He's, Man, like, ahead he of the can't, time. He, he's like, I can't defeat racism. I guess I better leave. <laughs> I tried to defeat racism. It turns racism. out the real enemy was racism all along. <laughs> yeah. Uh, generally, so far, I know we've been kind of talking about what everyone's played of the game. Obviously, Chef, and you've played all the game. You had a big, long, in-depth Reddit post, which I've actually read recently, because I had finished Crimson Flower earlier in the week, and I was kind of looking to see what consensus was, and I saw your post, read your post, and that kind of sort of inferred my decision of which path I was going to go next. Oh, man. So, uh, I just want, I just want to get kind of... Just an overall, like, one sentence, what's your opinion on the game as a whole? Because right now we're kind of just talking about pieces of the game. Mm-hmm. All right. So, as a guy who has put 500 hours, probably, Jeez. about Holy into this game, shit. I will say, Fire Three Houses is okay. Can I just say we're gonna get fucking crucified for this episode? Everyone is in love with this game. Like, oh my god! (laughs) I don't know. Maybe maybe they're all on their their like first one hundred to two hours phase where it's like, yeah, the greatest Uh, game ever. But where I'm where I'm at, I'm like like, thirty hours in or forty, and I think it's okay. Well, you hate everything. (laughs) You also, I don't incapable, hate everything. You're also yes, you incapable do. of completing games. I know. I don't hate everything. You, I'm just you hate particular... everything except the biting of Isaac. <laughs> no, that's not true. I I watch a lot of movies. I'm I'm a big narrative storytelling person. Like I, what I'm in school for right now is training me how to tell stories. So when a, a story is told in in incoherent and nonsensical ways, it annoys me. And there was more of that in this game than I was prepared to. You know, that I was expecting just because of how people were talking the narrative up. So, and the, the gameplay, feel I, I game feel like Devin? everyone agrees. <laughs> the gameplay, I feel everyone agrees. Like, the map design is weak. The game is okay. Like, there's. It, Fireman Three Houses has the best characterization oh, in yeah. any game in the series. Yeah. That, like, that, they that's knocked it out of the park with their characters. The, the supports are outstanding. But it's just like the the events that happen in the game, and and Zerk disagrees with me on this. We talked about this in the Discord a little bit. The the plot is just like things just happen, and you just go from one place to another, and it just ends. <laughs> like 
I don't I don't know. This game, I feel like maybe you could have cut Claude's route out. I know. I'm sorry for all the people that love Golden No, Gear. you cut the church route. Well, but you no, you cut both and you just focus it on like Blue Lions versus uh Black Eagles, which is almost what the game seems to be setting up to begin with cuz everyone's like, yeah, these Lester guys, they're they're pretty new. It used to just be like the battle of the eagle and the lion, but I guess we got some deer now. <laughs> uh just cut that out, make it more focused, flesh out the narrative a little bit more, and, you know, touch up the map design. And you have, like, maybe the best game in the series. But with that, I don't know. There, there's there's a lot of flaws in this game. And I think... <coughs> I, I hate this answer, but at this point, more than anything, I'm just really curious to see where Intelligent Systems slash Koei Tecmo now, I guess, uh, will go with the series. Well, we got like so, Keegan. What do you think of the game? Yeah. Well, I'll keep my mostly positive opinion to myself then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! If I could do if I could do it for Pokemon, you could do it for Fire Emblem. Yeah, Go. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I. I don't hate. I don't think like unless Darren says differently. I I don't think any of us hate this game. I don't hate this game. I still like it. Yeah, it's it's like a up it's like an upper tier FEU game for me. It's like probably around the top three. I think when it when it first came out and I was in my honeymoon phase, I was like easily top one. That's probably gonna change. It has changed. I still think it's a good game. My opinion of it's still pretty strong, but like it's I don't think I would quite put it as like best FE game in the series because you're right, there are substantial issues with it. But at least it, it didn't impact enough of my enjoyment for me to like get detracted from the experience and like the rest the, of you have. The, the thing with this game is as as many things as it does well, if you play a game like FE seven, which is a game that I've infamously not been super positive on, although I still love FE seven, but like I, I often call it my least favorite GBA game. You play FE seven and it's like this is just an incredibly solid game through and through. You play three houses and it's like there are so many areas I could think of off the bat to to improve. And you don't have that with a game like Blazing Blade, whatever the localized name is now, if that makes sense. I'm assuming Blazing Sword. Blazing Sword, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, it is Blazing Sword. <laughs> Blazing Blade might be a stronger localization name. Yeah. Well, they decided they like Sword better. Get that alliteration. Darren, how do you feel about Three yeah, What are your thoughts? Um, You've asked all yeah. us. But yeah, how are yeah. you so feeling? I'm pretty recent into it. I would say going into the game, I was prepared to really not like it because I really disliked the marketing when they showed off in the first direct too. that it was going to be at. Yeah. There's going to be like a school element. There's going to be you're a teacher. I was really hesitant, and that's part of the reason I didn't pick it up because I thought it was kind of feeding into that Fire Emblem fandom that I dislike, like kind of like yes. the the part where like like fates really thrived on. I, I that. Fates made me really scared. Echoes brought back my hope, and then I didn't know what to think of Three Houses initially. After playing it, I think I agree with the consensus that this is an upper-tier Fire Emblem game that has a lot of areas that could be improved upon or that, in retrospect, needed more refinement. And you touched upon some of those, Devin, and I'm sure we're about to get into those shortly we'll get to the what could have been what what is really strong and what could have been better but overall i think it's a really solid game and i totally get why so many people really like it because i think it it hits on strong character writing 
character is the main draw of Fire Emblem, so it resonates with a lot of people. You have some character choice in choosing your side, so it gets replayability. And there's a lot of interesting gameplay systems and gameplay ideas that they start and kind of bring from Gaiden into this game. So I think there's some that's true. There's yeah. some cool ideas to go forward with. That was very well put. I think the thing the thing that bothers me most is like because you have such strong characterization, they've taken so many steps forward to, to making this narrative better, but it's just like they just missed at certain things. So it, it makes it, as a writer myself, it makes it like all the more like, God, why didn't you guys just work on this part a little bit more? Um, I don't even know where to start now. The, the One of the... Like, this game, it's been said a million times, e- even on the show now, this game is stupidly big. <laughs> like, it's probably too big for its own good. Chef and I, do you agree with that? With yeah. All, uh, yeah. 500 hours <laughs> into the game? I don't know. It's it's big, but not, it's big, but then when you think about it, it's not actually that big. When, I, when you no, think about it's, it... No, it's really artificially it's big. It's artificially big because the first half of of all four, of all four routes is exactly the same aside it's yes, okay that's not true. exactly no, that's the true. same like 95% oh, the same yeah, it, it, like it, and then like 80% <laughs> the same in terms of gameplay in terms of strategies and whatnot and then the second half for three of the routes it's 50% of the the time part 2 is this is pretty much exactly the same is that true yeah. i didn't know that i think yes. Yes. Is As, the yes. one that's the most yeah, different Edelgard's is the only one that's com- completely different, and then I remember I'm tr- I'm trying to think in terms of actually like unique maps that aren't reused at all at any point. I think there's only four in in the entire in like the in entire total game the whole game are not I, are, are in, most uh, of those anyway. just like the finale maps? No, because the finale maps for Silver Snow it's the same as. Uh, Verdant or Verdant Wind. No, no Verdant is a different one. No, the final map for Verdant Wind and Silver Snow is different, but the, Moon, the map right? itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Azure Moon is it's shared. The map itself, like the like the layout changes a bit, like the units change, but the layout is still the same. Mm-hmm. Like there's Edelgard, there's Crimson Flowers just before the final, penultimate. Uh, actually, I think it's only two. I can only think of. Is the is the final map of Verdant Wind reused? I don't actually know, or is that one? Of no, them? I I think I think that's just that and the Crimson Flowers penultimate. So it's like you play on you 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 look at the maps and you just understand the maps. Just you've seen it once. Like there's one village that's reused in like pretty much every Blue Lion paralogue. The one you that one city. Yeah. Oh my God! I and know just, exactly what you're just, talking about. And it's just like out of all the corners to cut in this game, why maps this? is a really weird one because it's it's one of those things that like makes the well, gameplay it's, it's feel less repetitive. in general because on all four routes, even after part two, you go back to the monastery for some reason. And we were talking about this in the Discord a little bit. It like if you just had if you had a like a camp that was the exact same thing, but you just switched the banners or something like that. So you know there were golden deer and and black eagles and whatever made it a third of the size of the monastery it just would have improved because it's like especially in Edelgard's route it's like why the fuck are you going back to the church <laughs> well, which is weird because 
the, the final chapter of part one for Black Eagles, you do have that basically. You have yeah. a, you have a camp. Yeah, yeah. And it's like smaller, but you could still do you could still do everything. Right, because like, and that's another way this game falls out. You have all the sort of persona esque micromanaging in the beginning, which sort of amounts to nothing in the end. But uh, <laughs> in particular, it amounts to nothing because. Really, once you get to part two, once you've basically recruited the characters from the other houses that you want to do, when you go to the the monastery exploration phase, you boost weapon levels, and you're like, I right, like, what do I even want to do here? The the quests completely disappear. By like, do you know what I was really two. expecting yeah. when I went into my uh, Black Eagle, my Crimson Flower route, my understanding of the time skip was, once I hit the time skip, there was going to be no more monastery. Like, I felt like all the monastery stuff was going to be preparing for part two. Yeah, it was going to be this thing of raise weapon levels, raise your bonds to certain support levels, so that once you go to part two, you're cut off, it's now a more traditional Fire Emblem experience at this point, everything else is preparing you for this. And when you do the Black Eagles route and you have that initial base camp, I was thinking, oh, this is what it'll be. I have a chance to run around, talk to everybody, see what they're thinking, maybe do some stuff to raise support levels, or maybe the side quest stuff will be done now, and then I'll have, like, training in the meantime, and it'll be that. And uh, it's not the case. You go back to the monastery, and it's... A huge drag. It really, it, it, as it is. Yeah. as Sheffins pointed out in his Reddit post, it really drags on the playtime. And because you need weapon levels, you need for the training promotions. for weapon okay. levels. It's so crucial to the game. You have to keep using the monastery stuff across playthroughs. Except with New Game Plus, if you have enough renown to raise character levels. But at that point, you're kind of just like just blitzing through the game. So it's like a yeah. different experience. Speaking of that. The worst thing entirely with the monastery across everything fucking fishing. It's <laughs> like, it's. Do you have to, what do you even have to do it for? Uh, dishes. It's professor rank. And professor and rank food. too. But the professor rank's the biggest thing. It's it's. What do you like? What do you? I didn't get S rank, professor rank when I played. Azure. You didn't. Like, you, what do you even? You that it's A plus caps out, but. Or A plus. What do you? What do you get for it? You, it's just more activity points, but it's like to maximize, you have to just like fucking fish, and it's. I would say like. Yeah. Prob. I probably of my five hundred hours, I would probably say like twenty of that is just fishing. Which but is, you also restarted in a lot of your playthroughs, right? You didn't yeah, I, do new game plus and carry over your professor yeah, I, level. I only did new game plus for one for one playthrough. The rest have all just been like fresh fresh clears. Because I because in terms of the way I feel like that's how you get like the most accurate picture of a unit for like discussions and whatnot and the most challenge. But at the same time, it's just like, oh fucking fishing. Gotta go back to it. Yeah, and, and it's a really simple mini game too. Yeah, so it's like I always have to like throw on some podcasts and like, all right, let's go. It's just like, why is this even here? Why even have this as a thing? It's a lot of that stuff. It's like it's it's kind of fun for like the first half of the game, and then after the, it just feels like a slog at the very end. Especially because at that point you have so many activity points. At least in like in the like the back half of like the time skip, I'm like, well, shit. What do I do with seven of my ten activity points? I did everything I wanted to do already. Well, I mean, that's what's cool because in the very beginning of the game, you have that sort of persona like 
I'm I'm trying to think of the right word, but you have that sort of pressure on you. You know, opportunity costs like, and your okay, decisions. I, yeah. It's time management. It's like, right. I only have, yeah, time management. It's like, I only have this much time and I need to give this person a present and go to tea with them, then make a meal, but I also need to raise my cavalry rank so I can promote to paladin or whatever, you know, all this all this stuff. And it's like, okay, I only have a limited time to do it. I need to make choices. And then at the end, it's like, well, uh, I only have 30% of this stuff left to do and I have, you know, Ten times the points. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I I really wish they had either put something more substantial there for me to sink points into to make the monastery more worth it, or just cut the amount of points that you gain throughout the game because like ten is excessive. At the very end, when you hit a plus, it's like you don't even need it. You need like no. less than half of it, and some of those it's like stretching to less than half. I would oh, usually man, just good. find a way to waste points on dumb shit just to get something out of it and then skip it. Yeah, because yeah, so my Blue Lions playthrough I'm doing on New Game Plus just because I really didn't want to bother with fishing and raising the professor that's, level again. That's my I main really, incentive to New really Game Plus not. is then you just don't have to deal with all yeah. that. Yeah, and then you just you determine your difficulty from there if you're going to boost up someone's character rank or if you're like, you know what, I really want to recruit Dorothea right. so I'm just yeah, going to put my support with her to like B and then go recruit her. But the one thing that I, I, I agree with you, Keegan, that really bugs me on the second playthrough, I have so many freaking days where I have to run around the monastery and talk to someone to waste my activity points so I can get through the monastery right. stuff well, I mean, because I yeah. just have that, yeah. that 10. Right. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do nothing with it because I have them and I can get some value yeah. out of them. But then I have to go get like this minimal value. And it's like – and you do that multiple times a chapter over multiple chapters and it just gets tedious. And I and it's, it sucks yeah. because I love the monastery idea. I mean like you were talking about with like the uh, time management and everything. It's It was great. It's one of the things that I love about games like Persona and the fact that that element was going to be in a Fire Emblem game was a big incentive as to why I liked it. And it was great for about two things thirds or so of the first half of the game and then it's just it feels like a chore and it, it was yeah. really disappointing for it because it was a feature i was looking forward to and i really liked and i still like but i just you spend too much time there yeah mm. so with that why don't we talk about speaking of raising rep weapon ranks and everything how do you guys feel about the class system and the promotions in this game I think on paper, it seems like a really good idea because in the other games, you only really rely on like your weapon rating to use certain weapons. There's not really much other incentive. Like in some games, it'll be like, oh, you just perform better with the, with weapons in general if you have the higher rank. But normally it's like, oh, I want to use this sword. I want to use this magic or I need to use the staff right. or something. You have an additional so, incentive. I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense to tie in the class identities and the function to the weapon ranks, but at the same time, now that on my Blue Lions playthrough, I'm trying to make six different Wyvern Lords, I'm, uh, I'm really getting annoyed with it because I constantly am trying to progress through certain classes to get certain skills, but then on the back end, I'm trying to grind and grind away to raise people's flyer rank or to I, raise yeah, their yeah. axe rank because I don't want See, them to I use an axe. Darren, I wouldn't even worry about the skills. I, I yeah. haven't like thought about them at all. Just go through the linear progression path. 
well, I did that for the most part, but I was trying yeah. to get a couple for a couple characters specifically, like Ingrid. I was trying to make sure I got the the brigand, uh, the, the, the blow. darting blow, death, death blow. blow. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wanted blow. to make sure I got stuff like that, but but mm-hmm. yeah, in general, you really don't need to worry about the the skills because the game probably its biggest issue is that later on it just gets trivially easy no matter what you do. Right. Oh yeah. I also wish that there was more of a reward to promoting because really you really don't gain very much well, that's what i was gonna say yeah. you, because you don't, what they you, do is they sometimes you don't get like any well, yeah, stats because they, they the, do what you do the stats in, that you care yeah, they about. do what you do oh, in what? uh guide and shadows of valentia where they just set your stats to the class's bases the base but the one. problem no. is that what, what what made it work so well in those games is the bases on those classes were impactful stuff like going mercenary for the ridiculous speed boost was a legitimate strategy this game doesn't have that at all because the bases for every class are so freaking low that unless you're a character of extremes you're never gonna see it like the promotion exactly. of like lysithia she'll gain like seven defense on her first promotion and it's like cool now she's made of slightly tougher tissue paper and that's like the mo- one of the well. most impactful things i mean i guess armor knight's base defense is like pretty good so i guess if you wanted to do that sure you get some base well, defense as if you're gonna use armor right knight to then you're using the armor knight well, there's also it, it's that, but it also has it. It has both the echo style promotion, but it also has the traditional like uh, fi- uh, awakening fates promotion or class bonuses right. with it as well. Yeah, but but it never mastery. but it never shows them. That's the, yeah. it. Never explicitly says like mm-hmm. there is like a plus two plus two speed on this. It's like hidden behind a page. Yeah, and then you yes. you would you wouldn't understand what it is until you like look at it and like look examine between a couple classes like hmm what's with this changing number right i really wish the bases at the very least were just like wildly higher in some specific stats just so like promotion felt like a promoting it felt like you were actually gaining something out of going through the effort to get through the exam instead of just like cool i'm in the next class now I'll go to the next one yeah you didn't really gain I mean, much from it. it yeah. feels, you didn't really gain much out of it and it, all you gain is move yeah that's like the only important stat you right. ever get which granted like, oh, cool, I'm on staff, a horse now. But like, yeah, that's it, and that's it's just disappointing. When it didn't having, need to be having a <laughs> having a Yggdrasil slash Telia style Canto is fun again. I do like yeah. that. Yeah, oh man, yeah. I don't know. It's silly. I, say, I don't know who fun. thought it was a good idea, but yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess sort of, sort of speaking, sort of the class masteries and whatnot. How about the combat arts? They've returned from Echoes. I was going to bring that up. I mean, once again, to me, the combat arts, interesting idea. It's a step down from how they were used in Echoes. I will say, as someone who has played on Maddening, I feel like this is how combat arts should be done. Really? Yeah. And that on Mad- on Maddening, the hardest mode... I mean, they've got to be essential on Maddening, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's pretty much essential, and I will say, like, it pretty much makes or breaks a lot of characters okay to the point where because i know there's stuff like um so so our lance is just in crazy because yeah tempest yeah tempest lance i will say sort of at the point where i am at with like all my maddening runs i've done i will say like pretty much the only non-lord magic non-lord or magic units that i would actually consider using would only ever be like uh uh ferdinand sylvain Leone and Cyril because they all have combat arts that give them auto doubles. Yeah, and that's then, in the lands, oh, every, right? Yeah, Swift Strike Swift and then Point Blank Volley. Yeah. And then it's like everyone else, it's like, yeah, I don't, eh, not good enough for Madden. Yeah. 
because essentially for the most part of the of like just playing up to hard uh at least in my experience the combat arts were only really initially useful at the beginning of the game yes, before absolutely. you could realistically double against people yeah. but the one, once you double it's just always preferential to do that especially because for the most part in your hard run you're probably not really focusing on only characters who get the swift strikes combat art yeah because you don't yeah. need to yeah, min max this, like this, that in, in hard yeah it's people yeah. probably realize this this goes without mentioning if you've played a fire and again if if the, you don't fit into this category like that's totally fine play these games if you want to play normal casual mm. go for it but for i think for people who have an, is as many hours in the series as we do Hard mode was like kind of a cakewalk. Yeah, like it's probably maybe the easiest hard mode besides FE8, like difficult or whatever it's called. Uh, hard mode that I played in FE, maybe Awakening. Yeah. I don't know. It's still like a, quite an easy hard. Yeah, mode. I played normal on my first run because of how hard mode was in the previous game in Shadows of Valenti, where it was like mm -hmm. actually difficult, and I was like, oh, I'll start in something. Well, but that game had a bad hard mode just because it was like inflated. HP right, but it was a difficult hard mode. Is my point is so I was thinking yeah. in that sort of a mindset of like, oh, hard mode's going to be actually kind of difficult. I'm like, ah, oh, first playthrough, I'll kind of take it easy. Normal mode is a joke. Normal mode. If you have played like a f one Fire Emblem game before, normal mode is a joke. It is. It's. You just, you hit buttons and you win. I could have probably turned on mm -hmm. auto battle in one. And it's like, it was disappointing. And by the time I realized, like, I I'd fucked up. I did read some Reddit was, posts that people did that. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if you could clear it. I mean, it just, it's not hard at all. It was disappointingly easy. Because I thought maybe that, like, maybe something <laughs> endgame would throw me off for a loop. Nope. No, not at all. Yeah. And even hard mode's, like, manageable. It's more difficult, fortunately, but, like, that's about it. And then... It's not, like, then, anything that's a, any kind of issue, because it's it's still not difficult enough to, like, compare to other hard modes in other games. Yeah. And the, well, this is where Sheffa needs to come in. Yes, and then and there's then the jump. Yes, the jump, <laughs> and then there's Madden. <laughs> yeah, it's the jump from hard mode to maddening. It, it doesn't make any sense, because yeah. nothing you actually do in hard mode actually preps you for maddening. That's the thing. It's, like, it's not like fire... It's not like, uh... Lunatic? It's not like pre yeah, lunatic, lunatic, like the jump from hard mode and lunatic, you know, you sort of grasp, you know, pair up and whatnot from hard mode. And then it's not, or it's not like uh, FE11 and FE12 where you sort of grasp effective weapon forging and warping sort of as you go up in the difficulty. Right. It's pretty much like nothing you do in hard mode aside from like maybe like throwing the Lord um, at like every, Lord and Byleth at everything. I was going really to say, yeah, from over. what I've heard about comparing or like looking at what you have to do at maddening i'm like i don't i didn't give a shit about any of this in hard and it's it just seems silly to have such a dramatic jump like i'm happy a difficulty like maddening exists something that's just ridiculously challenging for the challenging for the veteran is fantastic more games need difficulties that are on that level but there should have been like a step in between like bring lunatic back put it yeah. right there that would have been made a nice bridge I mean, it almost seems like intentional because for you know quite a few games now we've had normal hard lunatic and those have been the three difficulties right. so why did they just skip lunatic and go to madness i don't know for the chef into the world <laughs> for the yeah i guess the so there's not many for of them, you though. buddy <laughs> there's not many of them they're all redditors or youtubers <laughs> there's a small set, subset of people crazy enough to play it Yes. So, 
we're talking a lot about gameplay here. We touched on this earlier in the show. Uh, Darren and I were agreeing that we thought, and granted, we have far less experience than you, Chef, and that we thought the Blue Lions cast seemed like the strongest. You said you you had opinions there. Can you come back to that now? Sure. In terms of the Blue Lion cast, okay, it's weird. Okay, it's weird in that in determining viability, in that some units are only good on their base route. So like a net, uh, Ignat, it's like they're only really good. Because you just get it for free. Right. But it's like, in terms of overall, in terms of all the recruit, in terms of recruitments and whatnot, I don't know, I feel like Blue Lions, the only people really worth recruiting fully, no matter the house or whatnot, would be like Felix and Sylvain. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So why It's funny you say that, because I... I ended up recruiting both of them on my Black Eagles run, and I was like, holy shit, these Blue Lion guys are fucking nuts. So I ended up recruiting yeah. almost all of the Blue Lions on my Black <laughs> Eagles run, and, and honestly, they were like my best units. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Sylvain good? Because in my Swift Blue Rex. Lions playthrough, Sylvain was like my worst unit. He's got Swift. He's got yeah. this. He's got t- Swift Strikes. How does? How do you get that? It's A, hey, it's a level lances. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I even. Yeah, it's high. yeah. That's Sylvain's yeah. probably actually the best non-lord unit in the game. Yeah, he, I mean, he also gives you a for a note a small notable contribution gives you on non-blue uh, lions routes earlier access to the lance of ruin. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Which yeah, doesn't actually get the matter since it's like one of your few heavy hitters in the early chapters. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, but then you realize, oh wait, with the hit with its accuracy, no one can, no one aside from Ferdinand can actually right. hit with the damn thing. Yeah. But yeah, Sylvain. Sylvain's like so. Is Ferdinand? I remember when we first the game first came out. Is Ferdinand still the best dancer? Uh, technically, yes, he is the best dancer, but he's also like the second best non-lord unit in the game. For or Ferdinand, really? Yeah, the Swift Strike. He's, what he's, do you he, meant he's to? also got taste Swift Strikes. So you make him Bonite? No, Bonite's. Uh, he he's pretty much just Wyvern Lord. Oh. Anyone who probably would be a good paladin a is a better Wyvern, Wyvern Lord. Lord. Yeah. Wyvern Lord's like, insane. That's literally my blue lines playthrough. Is like, which units would I make Paladin? So I'm that's like, okay. I, I, thought, I thought it was Bonite. I made a joke out of then it. I thought I'll it was Bonite and Wyvern Lord. Lord that were the two good classes. Is Bonite not good anymore? <laughs> it's good. Oh, yeah. But oh, oh, Wyvern Lord can go everywhere. Well, yeah. that's 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 yeah. also something that that is not taught at all in the jump from hard to hard mode to maddening. Is that sniper's hunter volley skill is actually way better than Bonite's additional range just for the auto double. Really? Huh. Yeah, oh, yeah so it's like that's sniper exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, it's sniper exclusive. Pretty much now that I think about it, it's like the only on on maddening at least, the only one people who really want to be a bow knight would be like just pretty much just uh what's her face? Leone. She's like the only one who would really want to be a bow knight. Yeah. because she already has an auto double skill. Right. Well speaking of bows, bows are pretty ridiculous weapons in this game. For like the Frickin' first time in mages a long time. never stood a chance. Yeah, no, it's rough, dude. Rip, rip mages in yeah. three houses. Yeah, can we? I want to talk to IS and be like, who, who decided to give mages just four move? Yeah, again. Yeah, after after echoes. Yeah, because that went so like, well for him in echoes. We should Maybe do it the again. lead gameplay designer just has like a poster of Har in his office, and every day he just kind of like strokes and goes like, "Don't worry, Wyvern Lords will be great again. I'll make you strong again." 
<laughs> I just, I don't know. Someone just saw how ridiculous, how busted magic was in Fates and Awakening. They're like, yeah, just fuck it. It's trash now. Well, even even then, it's like, in Awakening, it was, it was great, but it, it, like, it wasn't as good as, like, Awakening. It's like, yeah, we've been on this big sort of, de- big decline from Awakening, yeah. but it's like, I feel like we've gone too, f- we've gone too far. We paid too much for the <laughs> Awakening Sin. Because on one end, we have the most uses of stuff like Warp and Fortify ever. Which is awesome. Because it resets per map, yeah. and that's yeah. pretty helpful. It's right. less to manage. But we also have, like, the most fragile and slowest mages, like, ever. And with no, and they have no move. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, go and in a world where, do you know what the worst part of the gameplay experience for me has been? Pegasus Knight reinforcements. Oh yeah, because yes. they will hunt and murder whoever <laughs> is straggling behind all your faster units who are way up in the battlefield. All your mages just get doubled. Yeah. yeah. And then you play Maddening, and then it's like, they're same turn reinforcements, then. Like, I remember on the last chapter of uh, the Black Eagles run, I had, I was I was literally, everyone's fighting the boss, we're about to win, and the frickin' Pegasus Knight reinforcements show up and kill Dorothea, and I would have had to, like, use Divine Pulse to go all the way back, pretty much, to, like, the third or fourth turn, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm freaking beating this. Sorry, Dorothea, you, no. you died on this nope. run. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. The Pegasus Knights nope. got ya. <laughs> no, we have a problem now. She should have been faster. We have a problem now. <laughs> she should have had should've... more than, like, 30 speed, because all What's the freaking Pegasus I... Knights have 30 plus speed. So they Keegan, double everyone. Well. You should have been better. <laughs> she deserves better than you. <laughs> Why do people like that character so much? She she's, she's got cool. a good arc. Once you get through her support, she's got a good arc, and you make her a dancer and whole nope. shit. She's nope. really useful. Now we have there. Al- I like her as a dancer. You she's got also got she, she's also got the hat. Yeah, that is true. The hat is a substantial. I got rid of that hat. She's better without the hat. Wow! Oh my god! Wow. I'll fight people it's just on like that. A fake, it's just like a fake Jotaro hat. She's a poser until she takes I've, it off. Then she's better. I know. I've never wow. heard someone say so many wrong things about Dorothea in such a short amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I had to say fake Jotaro because we had to get our JoJo quota or quota. Yeah, we had to, we had to get it yeah. in there. It's quota. Um, how would you guys feel about brawlers? The the new weapon that uh, cool. this game like introduces with cool. your times four hits and your immediate brave effect of doubling right off the bat. They're cute. It's pretty cool. Gauntlets but are fun. I feel like it's just gonna. I feel like it's just gonna go the way of daggers and fates, where they're Last just, time they're, we just see gonna, it. they're just gonna disappear. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, this, this was a very cool, interesting addition to the to the series. It's like, and oh, now you're what, just what's going that? You like this idea? You thought this was interesting and fun? You don't ever get to see it again. Bye. At least they weren't as broken as daggers. Well, no, are they? no. no I mean, they, 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 you yeah, can't no. be mounted and use it, so you know, it's yeah. kind of a big rip. Yeah. Which I mean, I, I yeah, get why, why they did it. Unfortunately, Wyvern, Wyvern lords can't use them. Yeah. So the why best bother? class in the game oh can't use them. <laughs> can you imagine yeah. that? You're just flying on a dragon, you're just, just punching someone. <laughs> Give them the old one-two. <laughs> oh my god! That'd can, be it, can we have great. this discussion with the amount of times there have been literal fucking dragons and fire emblem that you're flying on? Oh, I guess they're wyverns. Why don't you ever just attack with the dragon? Because your weapon's sharper. Yeah, that'd be cheating. <laughs> Yeah, that's cheating. That's, that's the against the rules of G- the Geneva Convention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they yeah. banned that. What? 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should <laughs> really ought to keep up on your uh, the legal system of the Fire Room series. Yeah, I probably. Honestly, should. I'm disappointed in you. Should have known that one. Uh, you know, so far we've pre- predominantly talked about gameplay, but about you know the meat, the meat and bones of the experience, the thing people love is the writing, the story, and characters. So I want to dwell on this for a little bit. I don't want to get too nitpicky because I feel like this is. I want to say overall, huge step up from Fates. We're not well, at Fates level of writing. God. I appreciate and that. Everyone rejoice. I appreciate that. <laughs> and Awakening. Yeah, but I'd say Awakening's probably a tighter package than this, though, well, in terms yes, of overall I mean, story that's, delivery. That's true, but because the one yeah. I'm not going to get into it right now. I do have some nitpicks, but I don't want to go. I don't want to be too nitpicky because I think overall there's some really good stuff. There's a lot of good ideas. Fodlin's like a really well fleshed out setting, partly because they have freaking like three routes and like two hundred right. hours of gameplay so that you learn there. about. You learn about it, yeah. Well, but it, I mean, it's the most fleshed out content since Telia. And, and like, uh, and yeah, I'd say since like Telius or uh, unlike most of the other series where you predominantly focus on like on specific portions of the country, you get to see every aspect of Fodlin depending on which route you play. Yeah. yeah, no stones really but left. The one thing you get those cute little cinematics with like the little like oh, today it's raining in Fodland. The people of Fodland go out and I yeah, like that. Nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah nice. no, I like that. I like that too. I kind of got sad <laughs> in uh, part two when it doesn't really tell you about the month anymore. It just it's just like, like in the war. war. This is happening. I'm like, what about the picture? Describe yeah. the picture. What's happening in this picture? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Dad. <laughs> But uh, the one thing I want to talk about right now, because this is the whole thing that turned me off from the game initially. How do you guys feel about the whole professor-student thing? What is your opinion on that? It's kind of creepy that you can then romance yeah, it's not. You know what? That, it's not as bad you, as I thought it would you, be. But aside from that, and it also seems like that they worked backwards to create the reason for... It seemed the like time. they tried really hard to like bend over and be like, "This is you're, we totally justify why you're a professor." Just stop questioning it. Like, oh, it bugged me so much initially about yeah. the whole thing of you're you're a professor mercenary that we just met. Yeah, right. You just walk in and then Rhea's like, "You teach these people now," and instead of the See, one guy the with thing sense is... is like what in the fuck are you doing you met this person <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds ago oh by the way there's stories some stuff, of the most important but... people in this country are you <laughs> the well, three most important people <laughs> and then it's also like, now what, what kind of professor gets to choose yeah, their and then class you're gonna like let this stranger yeah. you just met choose which one of these influential people they're gonna teach do you realize how stupid this is <laughs> Sedith is the only one who talks the damn sense around there. So now that yeah. you've said that, I forgot Sedith was a character and he replaces Ingrid as my third favorite character. Because well, I fucking love Sedith. No, I'm serious. Sedith is if fantastic. You, if you forgot about him, clearly he isn't your favorite. No, I was just I was thinking of students, that's why. I just wasn't thinking of church characters at all. I Sedith even said Shamir. Yeah, he said Shamir. And I goth girlfriend. Shamir's just like person wow. wow i have never been so i don't know i don't think of her as a part of a church she's just like a weird bow girl wow you know darren i'm gonna call in a personal favor for the De- De- darren and chef and show. i'm with you Cut on this all of devin's audio oh all right so from this point onward mute <laughs> darren in the show notes it's around 
<laughs> what yeah. I was going to say, though, I don't remember. <laughs> Good we should probably do something Perfect. about this dead air. You know, it's kind of quiet in yeah. here. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, so we, so we I want to move oh, away from oh, Professor. No, no, no. Stuff. We, I, I was going to say, okay. First of all, I thought. Are we just going to let this dead air better handled like... than it? No, it was better handled than it could have been. Um, Definitely. I don't know. They like just in particular with how you know they did the, the marriage thing and whatever and fates i was really worried for it to get a little bit weird and gross and they they do sort of bend over backwards and be like no no it's okay but it's like at least yeah, they're they making tried. some sort of they effort. tried i'll give them that i guess they tried um and with that i do want to talk about Byleth now, because Darren made sort of a snide comment about Byleth earlier. How do you guys feel about the characterization and like thirty air quotes of first of all, first of all, first of all, when you freaking talk to Sothis for the first time and you just use the default name of Byleth, and she goes, "Huh." You human names. I'm like, first of all, that's not a human name. What the? <laughs> Who the kind of name is Byleth? What the hell? Like, you know, we went Gerald from Robin Don. to Corin. Like, those are real names to Byleth. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? That freaking made me. St- oh, I, I. Ever since I saw that was the canon name, it made me so irrationally angry. I'm like, that is the worst main character name I've heard in JRPG for such a long time. That's hilarious. And, you know, speaking of, speaking of, we talked about this earlier with the silent Honestly, we could just end the podcast there. We talked about earlier with Astral Change and its silent protagonist. It's like... Why did Byleth need to be a silent protagonist? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. They really didn't. I'm so sick of this whole self-insert thing. Because Why in this Byleth game, be Byleth... Well, the church route kind of expands upon that. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like the only justification the game, of the route. Him being a silent I protagonist guess. is yeah, like... Byleth, Byleth it, it is a total disservice to the work they do for the right. character. Yeah, like, I think Byleth, so. Byleth really should have been allowed to speak. Like, let this man and or woman talk. Come on. The, the fact that they don't they really cover just you de- on the is a name detriment thing. to everything they try and do with Byleth. It yeah. works against it. Because they already, they already set it up to have a Commander Shepard type thing of they can all call you Shepard. They all call you Professor. Right. Like, you're covered. You can name your character Butthole or right. whatever. And, no, <laughs> and it's who cares? fine. As long as they <laughs> yeah. don't butthole. say... You, as long you as you don't make them say their own name in spoken dialogue, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Go nuts. <laughs> I'm going to name my next Byleth Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I don't know why. That's the most childish joke I've ever heard. But like, really like after after echoes, after echoes, I was so happy to have like a lord who was fleshed out, and you had main characters. You have to worry about the self insert who everyone just loves and has all that going for it. Because you know, in some relationships, you're like, yeah, Byleth did improve this person's life. I get why they really admire you. But like with some of the stuff with Edelgard, I was like, they're really pushing that yes. you are the greatest human who has ever lived uh, so of course that stuff always frustrates you and it's also it kind of like looking back now it's such a weird out of character moment for both edelgard and dimitri like as soon as they meet you in that first chapter be like join our house join our house blah 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 it's like whoa you're really gonna trust this person you just met Mm -hmm. it's just not even fitting for those characters i i don't know Especially in Edelgard's case, uh, yes, in terms of in how particular. they present her Considering character. Considering how little she oh, trusts, wow. like, anyone. Anyone. Other than Hubert. And even then, she'll keep stuff from Hubert. 
She only yeah, she trusts him true. because he devotes literally everything he ever does in his entire life to her. And right. he and he's I'm, the one person she can trust. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be the bitch to Edelgard's bitch. <laughs> yeah, I would. I love Hubert. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that support line. <laughs> But it's also just it's you just being the a... chain of bitchery. That's a good name for this episode. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't think that should be the title. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't, have, don't have a swap. What are you saying, Sheffin? I was gonna say it's just also being the just wall in terms of like supports and whatnot. Just having pretty much everyone just talking. Yeah, everyone's just you. talking to a wall. And especially like the thing that jumps out at me is like Leone getting mad at you. It's like. You literally this, cannot. No, she has this, like, sat there. She's this fierce rivalry with you for no it's reason. Like, this man you, has you can't, literally you can't have... said nothing to you. How are you yeah. this angry with him? My my favorite is always like if you get a little support conversation or story moment where you know Dimitri or something will say something like, "Wow, you look happier than you normally do." It's like, do I? Yeah. It's like the fucking like Pokemon memes <laughs> yeah, from Sun yeah. and Moon, where just the the like instead of, stupid yeah, instead smiling of the face smile, protagonist. It's just the stare of death. Yeah. You know, speaking of Byleth and their expressions and how they choose to not express themselves, you know, you got a couple of those canned animations, whatnot. There's like minimal expression, but the one way Byleth expresses themselves is not putting on their fucking sleeves. Why? Yeah, well, yeah. Why do you refuse to wear your sleeves? I really, I will say, I don't like Byleth's character design. Like, really I, I like the female one generally. It's okay. The yeah, male I'm not one, a fan I can't stand. The, the tattoos are a little out there, but... The male one, just in terms of like the running animation, when you run around the monastery and your freaking coat just flaps everywhere and the freaking sleeves just hanging out, just what drives kind me of nuts. Animal for, for me, I'm, I'm like the complete opposite. Cuts holes in the elbows and then gets like half your arm in there, and it's like, yeah, that's how sleeves work. <laughs> Isn't it cool when your hair Harry changes shit. and it's like, oh yeah, your hair changed, but no oh, one took off the that's, that's, that's the whole plot point. <laughs> that's the plot point. Your hair changed. <sighs> it goes super. Yeah, your hair changed. I think you're okay to be the pope now. Yeah, math checks out on that one. And you see, I'm the complete opposite. And that's I mean, that's I, I another like, thing. Now, now that biology. I've said that, I I want to. Well, Jeff, it Jeff back you here. like the oh, sleeves? Okay, okay, okay. I, the sleeves sleeves are dope. I will say. Oh man. For me, oh, I can't. Man. I can't. For me, I'm the opposite. I also can't stand uh, female bios like mid weird mid rift and also like that, fishnets. That's probably my least favorite part. I think if they made it a bit classier, but I like I like like the face. And like the how like the they look when they they have the minimal smiles and stuff and like there's close ups. I think the the female version's a bit better, but yeah. I don't the, know. The, the, the like with the if, when you get the portrait, just she looks like she has like weird big cat eyes, and they like seem too spaced apart mm. to me. And it's just like, are you even human? And it's like, no, oh, no. no. The answer's probably no. <laughs> but, <laughs> Odds are no. no. You're weird. You're a super saiyan. You're godchild, but uh. For any game, and I think we've all been pretty vocal in our sort of opposition to this in, in Fire Emblem games, but I, I'm going to go back in my word a little bit here. For any game, for there to be a customizable protagonist, why would it not be the one where it's the silent protagonist? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know what? I, like, why is Corrin and, and Robin and, and everything customizable when you have this character that they're like, it's not like these two guys. You guys didn't like these characters, so it's not like them. But then they just are 
husks. It's like, yeah, it's like they, they, it's like they were trying to make an effort to make them a more established character and less customizable. Exactly. But, but then they're like, yeah, but now they don't talk, and it's like they made they made these great efforts to do these things that people would want to see in an avatar, and then they backtracked completely by just making him a silent protagonist. Yeah, and that's sort of a message of the whole game for me. Um, and two with steps that, forward, I one say, step back. Like, Exactly. Um, and and with that, I want to say, I mentioned the green hair thing. Just that, just being like a little thing where it's like, hey, yeah, you're the enlightened one now. You're 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 godchild. You're a super saiyan. So many. There are so many. And this is the thing that annoys me about this game more than anything. There are so many plot points that just get introduced. You get like a sentence of resolution, and then they're just never touched on for the entire game. Where okay. the maybe Okay, yes. I have to I have to talk about this example. Devin, this is partly yeah. spoilers, but you already know That's the spoiler because you've seen it in Blue Lions. But mm-hmm. the whole reveal of Edelgard being the Flame Emperor. Yeah. In the Blue Lions route, they make it really obvious. They throw in so many clues right before the reveal happens, and you're like, okay, it's Edelgard, because it's the yeah. dagger. Like, oh, and then later on you're like, oh, the crest of flames. The hey, if I look at their stats, they have the crest of flames. That's crazy. <laughs> Um, but the thing is, in the Black Eagles route, it's handled so freaking terribly. It's just, I am the Flame Emperor. Everyone's like, <gasps> and yeah, she's cut. like, but you're all on my team. But now I'm going to fight all of you. And you're like, wait, what? Like, we might agree with you. I saw you get crowned. Like, why are you attacking me? Yeah, it's like they, they handled what, the, what, the what, he, what the fuck? What is a flame emperor? Like they just don't even. And then they drop it, questions. and they drop they drop the flame emperor faster than they drop the freaking death knight. What uh, yeah. happened to him? He, uh, he... I don't know. Are why okay? why are okay. there all these fucking weird like Lovecraftian beast humans running around? Does that ever get What's explained? The... In one route, <laughs> what are they? Actually, no. It's it's, it's explained. It's the crestones. It's just people that just get crestoned. Yeah, crestoned. What? What does that mean? Well, you 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 remember in chapter five with Miklon? That's the whole, uh, that was the yeah. whole point yeah, of yeah, this yeah. chapter. Yeah, that's ba- yeah. It's, it's the first beast dude. Yeah, it's basic. It's just basically that. That's what. That's all the. That's all the beasts are. It's just people just getting crestones on them. Okay, interesting. You know, if you play if you play Crimson Flower, the penultimate penultimate map, you'll you'll see a lot of those beasts. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. So you're fighting them then? I thought they're like all only on Edelgard. No, oh, no, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. Okay. Unless you want to. I mean, map. I'm assuming the church is using them because it's just you against the church hey, at that point. Hey, I don't hey, know. It's, it's just weird. like they're, you fight, you fight them every, you fight them everywhere. It's weird. Yeah. It's, it's also never. Like, it's also. The biggest thing. How do you guys, how do you guys feel about fighting them? By the way, I'm not quite sure how I feel about them. I liked them. They were different and they were interesting. Not not even from a design perspective, just from a, a gameplay yeah. wise. Yeah, I think they were they were something different and more interesting. Yeah. I don't. I'll I think I enjoyed the encounters with them because it's different and it makes you have to think completely differently strategically. Right. You have to, and then in a, in a lot of cases on your hard you mode to... or your normal mode playthrough, you you're probably not using gambits all that much, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, like I need to use my gambits to break their defenses. Right. And they make stun you. They make and, you and think that. and approach fights in a different way than you do with every other ordinary enemy. And yeah. I can appreciate with that. With that said. 
With that said, that one paralogue chapter near the start of their introduction, oh when God. you go to the I, Red Canyon, yes. that yeah. I was very frustrated with because it just yeah. felt like I was just getting bamboozled and I just ran out of gambits really quickly mm-hmm. and I just was not prepared for it. So it, it yeah, really annoyed me. Especially with all the squishy mages you have, in particular yeah. on Crimson Flowers. Yeah, back to Three Houses dropping plot points. Uh, now, this I'm assuming this probably changes in things like the church route. Why does Sothis just like disappear? I assume no, she's, she's a. They bring that up before. She, she, she merges she, she, the story. Yeah, she. Yeah, she merges with you, so you become super. I, I understand. That's that. why she's. I, I get that. Yeah, that's why she's gone. She, but she's just. But like, yeah. that's it. There's just no more resolution of that character. I thought there'd at least. No, be that, a is scene her, at the that is her. That is her resolution. Apparently. Then why does she exist to begin with? Because she's she's a god and she can. Yeah. And that's also that uh, her existence is actually explained in Silver Snow. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the few plot points that's like worth playing Silver Snow for. Yeah, it's actually the it's it Silver Snow is actually the only route that actually explicitly explains like that whole that whole thing. Because there's all this like God stuff going on that like by the end of most of these routes, it's just like wh- where where did this come from? Why is this in here? <laughs> yeah, and it's only explained in one of the routes. Thinking about it, okay. I don't know. I like. I there's I just don't have an answer there because it's like you know I don't know the resolution maybe it is satisfactory but yeah with the the content that I've played of this game it's like why is this even in there to begin with and why would you have these critical questions in particular mostly relating to your so-called protagonist or I don't even know what Byleth is <laughs> but your, your playable character that it's like are incredibly relevant and by the end of the game you're just like this just didn't matter or there's just no resolution here darren do you mind if i spoil like in very brief terms how uh blue lions ends nope you sure go for it yep go for it so you storm edelgard's castle dimitri reaches his hand down to be like it's okay we can roll together and you think she's going to take his hand, but she throws a dagger at his shoulder. And then, No, it's the dagger he gave her! No! I know, it is the dagger he gave her. It's and fucking Shakespeare right there. I know, it's Shakespeare. And then Dimitri pokes her with his lance, and then you walk out, and the game's over. And then that's all the resolution you get for the entire plot. And then it's just, you know, you get one of the little cutscenes like, Dimitri ruled over Fodland, and his professor kept a watchful eye on him. It's like, and they and married. Then, yeah, exactly. It's like that was it. They fucked. It, what it, it? But it's just like I expected something interesting to happen. It's just like, nah, you just kill Edelgard and win. It's like, uh, okay. You know, Devin, I'm gonna one up you. Do you mind if I spoil a bit Go of for Crimson it. Flower? Go for, it. Go for it. So Crimson Flower ends at chapter 18. Right. Yeah. And it's the shortest of the routes, mm-hmm. and it completely disregards the whole plot line of those who slither in the dark. Yeah. It's kind of just like the thing of, don't worry, we're going to deal with them, we're going to get them, we're only working with them right now. And then it's in the epilogue, it's like, and then they dealt with those who slither like, in the dark. Anyway, on to the epilogue. It's, and it's like, that. that it's, is so important to Edelgard's character dealing with her yeah. her interactions with those who slither is a crucial part of her character and they're just like and the whole thing is like she's working with them to use them to then kill them later but then they're killed off screen and like the credits or whatever and it's like what or are yeah, they? Or, yeah. yeah yeah and it's well you see what that do you, well do you think that's what this like 
you know, extra DLC thing coming out later this year? I doubt it. Be? I don't know. No, because what it's, the fuck? What is, gonna, what is that going to be? It's explicitly stated in the credits that Hubert killed all. He killed them yeah, all. Yeah, he just he just did like, what Hubert does and killed yeah, everything. He was like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go kill some <laughs> people. Like, well, normal Tuesday like, oh, for boy, me. Time to go time murder to go again. Murder. <laughs> you know what? That just that's even more proof that Hubert's the best. Character. Yeah, but the DLC, I'm pretty sure they said it was just gonna be like side story stuff. So like in term, so I think of like the Echoes DLC, the Rise of the Deliverance DLC stuff, where you had like it's like yeah, if that's the, the route they maps. go. It's like Rise of Deliverance is the route they go. That'd be cool. I mean, Rise of Deliverance was cool. Yeah. Okay. But I'm pretty sure the, the other thing too with Crimson Flower is there's like no CG yeah. cutscenes, whereas all the other routes have like ten, and then Crimson Flower has like one at the very end. Are you sure there's not really many in? Uh, okay, Azure so Moon. so there's the there's the one for the time skip, which they right. they share they share between three routes, so that's just them cutting corners. No, they don't have one in Crimson yeah, Flower no, for the, the, the route yeah, change. Yeah, the other three. Silver Snow, Azure Moon, It's Bird just Wind. a still yeah. picture. Yeah, the still and it picture. confuses what happens. And then I'm trying to think. They, then you get one. Then you get uh, the reuniting with the Lord. That's another cutscene. And then I think it's just Azure Moon misses one. The Silver Snow and Verdant Wind get the t- tactical space nukes cutscene. And then it's just the ending, cutting so four, compared to Crimson Flower. Yeah, one. yeah, and they just get the one at the very end. They're still lost on that tactical space, Hooks. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm still. That sounds I mean, like you, some ex- you explained it to me. You <laughs> explained it to me, and I'm still lost. When, 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 when you play Vern Wind, Silver Snow, and you see the tactical space nukes, you'd be like, "Is that the thing they talk about in Crimson Flower, but never show?" Yes. Where it's just like, "Oh, this happened," and everyone's like, "Wait, what?" And they're like, "Don't worry about it. Go to the final chapter." Yep, yeah, that's the space nukes. I mean, the. the yeah, they never explain any other routes either. When it's very visibly a tactical space nuke from yeah, the something tactical that space I feel nuke. like every single living person should be very concerned with the big tactical space nuke. So I have a question here: What do you do in Verdant Wind? Like, what is your goal? <laughs> you want to go stop racism in Edelgard? Yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. more can you ask for? Oh, but uh, yeah. but Claude doesn't at least in. What I've played, it doesn't seem to really care about no, anything. <laughs> that, that, but that's why he wants well, to do it. I mean, it, he does. He, he does care. want a unified Fodlan. If anything, he's he's probably the closest in Edelgard in in that regard. Closest to Edelgard in that regard. They just have wildly different ways of wanting to go okay. about that. Edelgard mm-hmm. just says, "Like just... I'm going to unite the country and I'll kill anyone who says I can't." And then Claude does it as well. <laughs> in the exact same way, but he does it with a smug face. <laughs> he does it while being sassy, so it's different. Oh. So, any other... We've been mostly Debbie Downers here. So, uh, so, so, Darren, get ready for the worst... Conversations are good. Yeah, what... Darren, get ready for the worst filler villain I've seen in a long time. Like that Cut Out Moon. Do you know that you bad. guys know who I'm talking about, right? Cornelia, I think. Oh, yeah. like oh, I'm at that. I think I'm at that part where she's like the focus right now. Well, she's never really the focus, <laughs> but she gets right. a couple of little scenes, and then you just kill her, and it's like, oh, she's dead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's gone now. <laughs> mm. 
fun. Her design and her voice acting and everything about her is like the worst part of Azure Moon, I think. Good news for you. She's in uh, Crimson Flower, too. Yeah. She is? Yep. Yeah. Don't worry. She doesn't last very long there, either. Okay, good. <sighs> but yeah, since, since since we've mostly been Debbie Downers here... What's something? What's what's something that one thing that each of us likes here about three houses? Well, I really like the support conversations, how, and I like how yeah, best in the series. Yeah, how definitely. Dare you and I like how there's idea. supports. But I mean, <laughs> I, we're all gonna say the same thing here. It has the yeah. best characterization in the series. The the, you know, the way the sort of, you know, like, what's an example? I don't know. Felix is way much more of a character than like fucking loot <laughs> you know what that i mean it's not just yeah. a character XX that you have like loot underscore xx how uh, dare you yeah i'm sorry i'm so sorry to insult your favorite <laughs> character i i had about a three or four hour conversation with stevie the other day and we were talking about three uh, lucky crit stevie we were talking about three houses and like back in the old days of fire emblems if you weren't picking like protagonists or villains or whatever um, when you said you liked a character, you were most most of the time you were talking about how they perform in combat and just like their design. <laughs> like these characters were not particularly well fleshed out. They have a couple paragraphs of text at most. But hey, I, I mean, hey, when we got to Tellius era, we got like side conversations. That's true. We started, I mean, Tellius, Tellius did it the best before this game, but now this game, you know, has taken that throne and. Uh, not only do you like you get to see these characters' personalities a little bit more like on the forefront, you get to see them interact with each other more, which is cool. And the it one is- thing I really like is there's two things I really like. One, a lot of the support conversations reveal additional information that greatly expands like the lore and the your general knowledge yes, of the world. Absolutely. You're like, oh, like this is how like House Gautier works. If you look at Sylvain's conversations, you're like, oh, that's why all that shit with his brother happened because they don't really get into that in the main story yeah so it's cool to see stuff like that expand upon and i also like how not every character gets along and so some characters only go up to like a b support and in for most the most part most characters like resolve their little side plot line in their support conversations but some of them kind of end on notes of we'll be friends but we're not like close like i'll tolerate you and that's about it a lot of Huberts yeah, are like yeah. that. Because he basically, he basically just tolerates anyone that isn't Edelgard. He <laughs> just, he just puts up with them. The best. His support conversations are so good. He talks to like fucking Bridget, <laughs> and uh, he's, he's, she's just like, you know, like I'm royalty, like in, in where I come from. He's like, that's good to know, but just by the way, you'll never be anything close to Edelgard. You're lesser than her. It's like, <laughs> and if you ever try to match her, I will crush you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I will you. crush so you, good. you purple Lin. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people refer to her as purple Lin. Oh, yeah. Our, our good friend Zerk does. But he's gotten to the point where he calls Lin like Green Bridget now, I think. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, so, characters, anything else that like we really like about this game? We didn't mention this. This game's really ugly. <laughs> eh, it's fine. I think it gets a bit blown out of proportion. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think... I feel like it's one of those things that people don't talk about enough. Like, because, you know, the, the character design, I think, for the most part, is good. The art style is nice, but just, like, 3D models themselves are, are 
I think like. the character models are generally okay. Yes. A lot I, of I the will texture the, work the, is rough. The character models are actually very good. The, the character models are, are pretty detailed, and the animations are, are pretty pretty decent for the most part. Um, but the, the texture work in particular is is real bad. Yeah. Not not that that's like you know a, a limiting factor on if I enjoy this game or not, but it is just like this. It looks a little budget sometimes. It's fine. It's, it's got posted fine, in right? another server, and I'll send it to you guys. Oh, later. Because we're sort of winding down here. What about you, Keegan? Uh, if I would say anything, it'd be uh, maybe like the, the customization that you have and how you want to build a character out. Even if there, there are classes that are better than others, like how Wyvern Lord's the best for 99% of characters. If you want to go a different route, you can really do like almost whatever you want with characters to a certain extent. Yeah, except Dark Bishop. Let's talk to Dark Bishop. Though, then again, it's a woefully underdeveloped set of classes. But just the the amount of customization that you have and what route you want to take a character. If you want to go their quote-unquote canon classes, you can. If you want to go full optimal and throw everyone on wings, you can. If you say, fuck it, I want to make everyone a, I don't know, a paladin, go for it. You want to make everyone like a flyer, why not? That's every normal run. You want to make everyone a mage, I mean, go for it. You have that level of customization i like having those kinds of options yeah and and you do get a little bit of that personalization right. of like oh like this character leans there so you have you have both ways right, you, yeah, you yeah. can go where, like, yeah, like you said you can sure. go that linear right, building yeah, a, a build where they're like they kind of like nudge you in a certain direction and say you should probably go somewhere out with like this but then you can just be like no i'm gonna make lysithia an armor knight fuck you i'm doing it and just do it let me know how that goes I'm not going to yeah, say I've yeah. done it but you can I was going to say it is interesting that this is the game just because you basically don't I mean besides just pulling people from other houses like you, you got your whole cast yeah. like from chapter 2 I guess or chapter whatever Chapter one. I don't even chapter 1 so growths kind of matter more than they ever have in this game which is interesting if if you don't use those high quality auto doubling units, then yes, the gross do matter. Thank you, Chefman. You're welcome. <laughs> wow, I didn't know Hubert joined us for this part of the podcast. I know. Is Hubert, Hubert how do you what do you think about what do you think about the blue lines route, Hubert? Yeah. Murder them all. <laughs> <laughs> would you, Do you understand why would I you love say this you're gonna now? kill every last one of them? <laughs> can can all can all three of you retroactively put Hubert in your your top three characters now? I'll put him no, in my sure. top five. I've I've got Ferdinand, so I'm forbidden by law. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, Ferdinand's just trying to be Edelgard, dude. He just. Yeah, but he does is it. He though. Yeah. Is he there? Yeah. Is he there? Yeah. He's not there. He's there. He has an idiot. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so, sounds like a true idiot. <laughs> Hit, dude, his his uh his long hair and his part two look. Not a fan. Wow. That, that's what locks. I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask. What are your top three? Like, what are your top three post time skip character designs? Like, who do you think gets the most improved? 
in the time skip just purely on design. I'm Why not, don't I improve, but I Ingrid I think is really cool, like we've I'm already next. discussed. I don't want to Annette, all right, Annette all right. goes from, yes, Annette no, goes yeah. from underwhelming to top tier yeah. waifu in five years, dude. It's insane. I don't know, top tier. I love but, uh, she Annette definitely uh, looks better. I want to give shout out to my boy Caspar because he he goes from having the stupidest hair to like one of the nicest yeah, haircuts. His his in the, most uh, times get haircuts. Pretty, it's pretty clean. Pretty clean. Yeah. You know, Edelgard's uh, post time skip. I mean. Like kind of war attires. Kinda I like it. On me. It's, it's a cool. given. It was a given that I like it. Uh, for me, I think Claude just looks like Claude. He does. Well, 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 he's, he's got a little. He's got a little okay. something going on on his chin. Yeah. 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 I think I think Leonis is pretty good, aside from like the whole sh- still wearing shorts thing. Yeah. Like. I like the a, hair. That's a weird I like thing. The hair. Yeah. The hair. The hair. The hair and like waist up is good, <laughs> but then it's just like. Weird shorts. It's like why? Even though Dorothea loses the hat, I still really like Dorothea. No. <sighs> These people. Uh, These people. I think, I think we agree that none of us really like Hilda's uh, time skip. I like her. I like fine. her pre-time skip before post-time skip, or more than post-time skip. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Um, I like Bridget's. Yeah, it's Petra. Bridget is her country. Why do I keep calling her Bridget? I've done that the entire time. Yeah, Petra. I meant Petra. Petra's is good. <laughs> I, yeah. But again, yeah. I also like like I think I, I think I said this with Ingrid's too. Like I'm the the braid. Like the braid. I'm a big fan. You see the bra- the braid the lack of braid is why I don't like Ingrid's or post time skip. I'm the yeah, weird one. Like, sorry, Darren. Spoilers. Dedu's is kind of just Dedu again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dedu comes back. I'm sure what? you never would have saw I, that coming. Well, good because he is my dancer, and I was uh, I was a little. <laughs> is choked. he really? Wow. Yeah, I made him a dancer, and I was a little choked that they're like, "Oh, he's dead." And I'm like, "What the my fuck?" Dancer. <laughs> he just comes. No, he just comes back. He comes back like halfway through part two. As long as just, you did his paralog. Yeah, if you, I but, guess if you did his I did, but I did. Just like, oh, I did back. do that. He's but like, the, hey, thing guys, is, the thing is, they kind of sold me on it because I go look into the supports and he, his support lines are all just gone. Like, the in like if you look through there, who they can support with, he's just gone. And I'm like, what the frick? Did they actually kill him? No, he just shows up. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, no, that didn't. He's like, yeah, no, my people set me free. Wow, that makes that whole Dimitri execution thing extra confusing. Yeah. I just looked up Dedu in uh, on Google Images, and one of the first results was this. It's a Dedu Minecraft skin. It's fucking solid. Um, yeah. So I know what I'm going to be doing once this podcast wraps up. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, we can I, go. I, I don't know. Do we're we we're sort of rambling uh, here. Now. We are sort of rambling. So um, three houses. I think yay nay. Yay. I, yay. Uh, yay for me. Yay for me, play it and make your own opinion. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah go play me. it. I mean, it's it's one of those yay things you me. have you have to play, play at least one route. Probably yeah. don't do church as your first route. Plan. Don't or, do yeah, that. You one. Should probably play blue lions. Yeah. Or go be know, a, or go be a, go be a go be a psychopath and do church route maddening on your first <laughs> run. <laughs> that is or be like that, that one psychopath. Serene's forest pope. Be the one guy from Serene's Forest who did church, then Golden Deer, and be really upset. That's tragic. That's unlucky, honestly. Yeah. There's just this whole post of like this game's the same. What the frick? Really? See, I <laughs> and everyone's I'm... like, you you chose wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. 
Right. Anyway, with that, I guess this has been EmblemCast. You can find us on Patreon. Uh, yeah, we've got a Patreon at the beginning. I just realized I'm going to have to record this because we haven't done this for a while. Uh, I'll read off our Patreons. But you can find us on Twitter. Our Discord will be in the link. Do you guys have anything you want to plug before we go? Uh, real quickly, I'm going to plug the Gaming Blues podcast. That's a podcast that I am... Um... I guess it's similar to Emblemcast, where it's more so a, more so a guest than a permanent host, because sometimes I'm not there. But uh, that's a podcast I'm a part of, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shout out that it's a cool podcast. Check you it know, out. We'll talk I didn't about even games. Know that existed, so I'll have to check that out. Yeah. All right, guys. We will see you in two weeks. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> Hopefully, we we shall see. We'll see you in uh, we'll about see. 2021. We'll come back again we'll next January, next and we'll be like, we're sorry. Yeah, when Fire Four, we said Fire we're Emblem coming back January. We never said January 2020. <laughs> it's going to be January 2021. <laughs> you got See you next decade after World War Three. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, sooner than we thought. Yeah. But Keegan's getting drafted. Woo! I'm gonna die.